Lost Joystick Network episode 20. Welcome back. Boom. It's like we never left. Did we? We did for two weeks. Yes. No, 100% we left. What happened to the other dude that was here last he's, time? He's, I don't know. He went back to cheese country, man. That guy was cool. He was all right. He was the man. He was okay. We'll talk about him he was in a minute. good dude. He's in our live chat now. So, um, yeah, welcome back to the Lost Joystick Network episode 20. My name is Mike. Joined always by my co-host, Jay. Say hello, Jay. Hello. And we have... Guests? Some guests. What? So, we have two people on the line. Get out of here. Number one, we have retro game enthusiast, John Young. The one and only retro game enthusiast. John Young. Famicom extraordinaire. Kicking the jams out there. John, how you doing? It's pretty good. Was that the Monty Mole music? Because all I heard was like occasionally a, a note. <laughs> it was not. Yeah, it was. No, I'm going to chime in here even though I haven't been introduced, but yeah. that, <laughs> that man joke fell flat because on the Discord, neither John or I can hear that shit. <laughs> That's unfortunate, but yes, that was the Mag Max theme song. The oh. 30 seconds of Mag Max. It'll be very funny when you listen to the show, assuming you do listen to the show. I was going to say, you're just going to have to listen to the show where, pod, where you find your podcasts. And the other voice that you heard already is the one, the only, from the main streets of the Windy City. <laughs> Straight from Chicago, the one and only 8-Bit Supremacy, Robbie Coleman. That's me. Hello. I'm bad. I am. I need a better intro for John, because I feel like we're like, hey, here's John. And then it's like, (laughs) and now. It's like like those old wrestling uh, matches where they'd be like, uh, Jim Rodney. Rodney, and he'd be standing in like a singlet, and then yeah, like, like, and like, and now, fully, and they just like the, the music plays, and it's like The Rock or somebody, and you're just <laughs> like, it's just like, here's this guy who is literally fodder, and then there's the champion of the world. So I, I, well, I feel bad that, that your intro is not as not as good. I need to work on your your intro. John just needs more layers of inside jokes or dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm all for uh, yeah being the opening act of Sea of Shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> we could all oh, be man. so We're lucky. There. We're going there. We could all be so <laughs> lucky. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So welcome, John. Welcome, Robbie. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm going to kind of cut right to the title and, and what we're doing today because it's going to be a little bit more of a freeform episode. So we're still going to go over our weeks and collecting and that kind of stuff. But what we're really going to talk about today are bad games. And I think we have a working title for the episode. And I, I, I think I'm going to stick with it. Okay. And I think that that title is going to be Dr. Chaos or how I learned to stop worrying and love bad dudes. <laughs> okay i I didn't know if it was going to be this 
Yeah, that's good. Oh. Yeah. Nope, it wasn't no, bad. ruined it. Come on. You, you did ruin it. I did. I didn't realize you turned it down. Well, you have to look at the volume level. This is why you shouldn't touch that. You're ever. in charge of all of this. That's oh, why you charge of this. He touched, he touched the roadcaster, and then he messed it up, and he's mad at me. I feel like I'm then nine, and I'm in the car with my dad. Just don't hold, touch it. Just hold the fucking flashlight. <laughs> hold There's it. Another, like, oh, fudge. Yes, yeah, right. That's right. So anyway, oh, it was. We blew it. But anyway, so the episode is going to be about basically bad games and some bad games that we like, right? Maybe. So, yeah. I, I, maybe. That definitely. Yeah. I'm 100% sure of it because I mean, Robbie's going to defend every one of them. pretty uh, loose itinerary of what to nope. talk about. So I just did a few different kinds of topics yeah. or variations. That's I have it. no idea what I'm talking about. And that's fine with me. So 20 episodes in, still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep you around to look good. Well, I mean, for me to look good. Things. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't keep them around for that. Wait a minute. No, that's the opposite of the thing that I want. Five bucks. So <laughs> QVCJ. That's right. So let me let me start with our guests. Actually, I'm keeping this one. You're not keeping shit. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch I my Wayne's World. I was going to sell it for five bucks. But get get away from get I away from my CIB. My no, no, you don't. Yes, I do. You need loose ones. I'll get you a loose one. I can take that one out of the box. It's loose. So here's here's a conundrum I have. Okay. You don't have a Wayne's World? No, I, I do. You don't. Get away from it. <laughs> this is my conundrum. When I alphabetize things like my records or my video games, I always put the numbers at the end. So generally that would mean. That's nuts. It, I know, but it's true. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like the numbers at the front because I don't want 311 at the beginning of my record collection. <laughs> oh, geez. Sorry. I wouldn't well, want 311 at the beginning or that. end. What? You what? want 1942 at the beginning of your NES collection. I want what? Right. 1942, cool. the beginning of your uh, but ten, collection. But 10 yard fight would be before that. And 720. And eight eyes. All those would go in the front. Anyway. Yeah. So they're at the end. Yeah. But but when I alphabetize things in general, I would put the numbers first. So, like, when I look at the sheet, I'm always like, do I put retro game enthusiast first with an R and then eight bit supremacy with an eight? Or do I do it vice versa? Maybe that was Robbie's plan. He knew well, that's where we were eight going. Eight is fine, and even if you wanted to write the word eight out, it starts with an E, so you're still good. I'm at the top, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My cataloging wife agrees with Robbie. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Bad dudes. <laughs> Fucking bad dudes. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, very good. Well, let's let's start then with John. <laughs> All right. We'll start with John. John, how was your week? It's a good week. Um, you know, work, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, that's I can't think of much else. I don't do much. John Young, everybody. <laughs> you can see the intro. Why I got the intro I got. Bob Newhart, everybody. <laughs> that is absolutely it. Okay, great. That's an excellent update. Did you? Uh, we'll get to the collecting part in a minute. Okay, yeah. Robbie. How's your yeah. week been? Probably the same as John's. I can't remember what happened like <laughs> five minutes ago. So. Somebody's getting Taco Bell. Was it you? Was your girlfriend buying Taco Bell? Eight, yeah, four Taco Bell items in a in a frenzy because I thought you were gonna call any second. I was like <laughs> shoveling it. Now I feel kind of sick. What'd you yeah. get? I, and then I washed it down with some pistachio gelato for dessert. Ooh, Ooh. is that from the place Classy. down there at the corner? What's that? Is that from the place down at the corner? No, it's some store-bought shit, but it was, it was still good. I love pistachio-flavored stuff. I still want to know, what'd you get at Taco Bell? That's the important question. It is important. 
Bean burritos. Uh, I always hit the, the value menu, and I'm vegetarian. So it's man. like a go-to fast food stop. So I just do the cheesy bean and rice burrito, spicy potato soft taco, cheesy roll-up, and sometimes if I'm feeling wild, I'll get the uh, Fiesta veggie burrito. The the spicy potato taco is a highly and underrated item. It costs like six bucks total. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because like, you go anywhere else living. today that's like 12 bucks for a you know, fast food meal. And Jay, so that's enough out of you, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm done talking to you. Excellent Taco Bell update, though. No problem. That's that's my collecting update. I collect <laughs> some burritos in my stomach. We'll be back to Robbie on his weather update and, uh, at the top of the hour. <laughs> it's going to rain. Jay, how you doing? Good. Good. How's uh, you? You last time we spoke, you had alluded to some potential news that I in turn made very awkward for everybody. And I don't think we've expressed said news to our listeners. So are you interested in doing that or should I just edit this out later? I don't want to get in like, I mean, I can bring it up, but I don't want to get in like the deets. Well, you don't have to go deep. Just say the good news. I got a new job. Congratulations. So I'm pretty excited about it. Thanks. So rolling around uh, doing fancy stuff with people. It's, I mean, it's it's fun, but it's an anticlimactic thing. But I'm pretty excited about it. You know what? You know what happened was. Jay told me the story. He said, uh, I was actually standing there when you got the call. And he said, I got the job. And then you looked at me and you went, Oh, shit! Ah! <laughs> that retro game, retro That's gem not, minor is amazing. That's the best. Anyway, that did not actually happen. I made that all up. Uh, he lies. It really happened that way. But it seems like it's going good for you, man. It is. I good. Like it. Good. good. I didn't want to go. I'm not like asking you, like, tell me what you do every hour. Like, I just was like, you, you said, let's wait. So we waited. Now I'm making this awkward, too. Right. Cool. You're good at this awkward thing, aren't you? You're yeah. a pro at that. I am. I'm trying my so best. How was your week? My week was good until Michigan blew it today. Oh, M- Michigan was up like 17 in the second half and lost Indiana in the first round of the Big Ten basketball tournament. But Jordan whatever. Howard out there swinging at people. I hope so. He should have been Just for that. Came out, came out of the locker After room. That, out of punch, you sons of bitches. I would have punched some, some moths myself, but no. <laughs> I'm a whirling dervish. No, my week has been good. Everything is good on my end. So, uh, just actually, I've been just been trying to uh, get my work stuff done. And then I, I've been trying to spend more time getting acclimated with the actual tools that we use to do this. <laughs> so, things like the Roadcaster or the Streamlabs or whatever it is, I'm trying to get better at that. And, like, I want to set up a custom theme for us. I want to be able to do multiple things. Not, not complicate it too much, but just like understand more of what I'm doing. So, and then, you know, like getting prepped for the show. Yeah. Going and, you know, what, you know what we did is we went out and we played some really poor games and then we, we also watched footage of poor games because sometimes Ugh. that's really all you got to do yes we've also so just on a side note you know if we want i i've actually spent about uh 125 hours with Streamlabs in the camera and everything so when you whenever you want I'll, I'll walk you through how to do everything on this that sounds good would you do it now because i'm sure it's set up awfully i'm, I'm joking i really do. i know you don't that's why i called you on it <laughs> That was me calling your bluff and you going, I fold. You would have shit if I would have got up and been like, well, you can do this, this, and this, and you could change this. <laughs> We've been doing this for months, and now you tell me you have all this experience doing it. Yeah. You never asked. Yeah, you, know, you never did. <laughs> <sighs> yep. So, John, did you do anything Jay. new lately? Well, hold on. Now, we got now slow down. I was done talking to you. No, we still, look, you jumping around, man. We already you, did that. Yes, but there's this, and there's this, yeah, and there's we this. We did that. I don't care about that. We haven't done any. Doing that. Will you please? 
I love you, Michael. I really you guys do. guys like an old married couple. We are. We're like the odd We've, couple. I've known him longer than I've known a lot of people in my life. So Ironically, he's also known me longer than he's wanted to know me. Yeah. <laughs> I was about AKA to say. AKA Matteo's two dads. That's exactly. Matteo's yeah. two dads. So we did have a giveaway. We yes. did it just before the show. And um, in said giveaway, right? Yes. We've got, uh, we gave away a sealed copy. Sealed copy. You could go straight to WADA or VGA, get this bad boy graded, maybe get a 9.6, 9.8, maybe even a 10 with a Switch game. You never know. What do you think that'll go for on the, with the, the whatnot? And then what not. Yeah, go on whatnot. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. so this is about That's a hot boy right it's there. Ha- it's Hades for the Switch, which is quite a good game, okay? Yeah. But I will say, it's, it's about a $30 game unless you get on whatnot, then it's probably 100 so uh-huh, that's, like a, that's like two grand. So we'll see. We'll see. And Ballin. then so and Jay can take a game off your shelf and make 10 bucks off it on one. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. That was an excellent Come joke. Out. Off to what not I go. That was an excellent joke. And then Matteo, the whole idea behind the, the giveaway was Matteo um, had kind of um, preempted it. And we're ga- we gave away $50 to RetroDelio, which is a website, RetroDelio.com, and then also on Instagram. So the winner uh, was BL85Gamer. So congratulations to you. And uh, I'll be in touch with you this week to figure out how to get your prize to you. So thank you for participating. And we're going to have another giveaway during this show. Yeah. So I'm going to... Uh, Are we going to give it away during the show or are we talking? Man, it? no, we're Are not going to give it away. Uh, the Thunder, me. Jay, <laughs> what's that? What's, what's you can't even have the Lords of Thunder VHS that's right over my left shoulder. You can't even have oh, this. Man, I didn't know that existed. I want that. You're, now too. You're, the, how, <laughs> like, Dude, that is a banger. Let's talk about that Instagram post I made that had the the picture of the back of the magazine where they're like, "Hey, you can get a video if you send this in, and the video and the game." What a great, great thing that is. Yeah, you, yeah, you gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have gotcha the VHS, but I have the game. Oh. Oh, well, we well, cut that. I don't want people to steal that. Shit. Well, somebody, somebody can snipe you on your Yahoo auctions. Yahoo auctions. Yeah, it's oh. over now. It's yeah, just, I've given Hodge up. Hodgepodge is burnt, by the way. Uh, nothing's under fifty dollars anymore. I blame you guys. Uh, oh yes, no, I I agree. We we've put out all the word, and like obviously it's been disseminated. I blame whatnot. Yeah, well, we'll get. I think we we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, so. <laughs> Minor announcement, not that anybody that's listening cares about this, but I know Robbie does because we've talked about it. I will be at the Midwest Gaming Classic at the end of April. I'm just going to be there with Harrison and Connor. I'm staying. I'm there for all three days, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We originally had two-day tickets. I've talked to, I believe it's Dan there, and I'm going to be upgrading the tickets. I'm waiting to hear back from him on that. Uh, But our friend Robbie might be joining me. In, uh, yeah, in, I mean, I go every year, and um, it's always a good time. And I usually only spend one day there, so it'll probably be Saturday. Well, you got a uh, free place to stay for the night if you want. So, Robbie, real quick, are you? I heard you were going to have a booth because you're going to be signing autographs because you're kind of a, a big deal now. Yeah, you're, you're, a, movie, yeah. you're a movie star. <laughs> you have a movie star. We should actually. <laughs> we should actually. Uh, D-list no, celebrity now. No comment, dude. I got it now. We can so make little lithographs there. We can make lithographs of mustaches and have Robbie sign them. Oh, ten, ten just bucks. headshots no, of no. his uh, body double. That's exactly that what I was going to say. All we do is we print out headshots of the body double with the mustache and hair that I put on it and have him sign those. <laughs> that actually would be a, I want one of those for the set. We need that. I would pay upwards of $20 for that. I, I Listen, you've got at least two people that would pay $20 for that. 
So, and, and I'm going to have all the overhead because I'm going to print the damn pictures. I know how this all works. Well, anyway. usually, historically, I, I sell items on friends' tables there because I'm too cheap to get my own table. Yeah. So maybe I can get a little stack of those and put it on my buddy's table and just sign them. And people wouldn't have no idea what they are. But if they understood the inside joke, maybe we'll get like two people to get it at the whole convention. That'd no, be worth it. It would be, I'd like, remember when you told the joke about me going to the uh, VGS and just bringing the Pokemon game with the one game sitting there, me sitting behind it? That would be you with like those pictures and be like. <laughs> Meet eight bit supremacy, <laughs> and like, and then you're like, and then it's like you just sitting there and nobody's there, and like it's you, you're you have pictures that aren't even of you <laughs> that you're signing, like that'd be great. This isn't even you. Yeah, that's right. Twenty dollars. Give me the. <laughs> you could do meet eight bit supremacy. Like rent rent a five hundred dollar or whatever table just to do that. Exactly. Like, that would actually it. be that would be pretty badass if you asked. I me. got the foolproof too for that. You could put a sign up that says meet eight bit supremacy. Of well, the movie the Rarity that, and Lost Joystick Network. Yeah, yeah, that would that would sell it. Everybody just be like, "Who the fuck is this?" Guy? Well, I don't know what either of those things are or what an eight bit supremacy is. <laughs> Every time they ask, just scoff at him, and eventually a line will form. I'm sure of that's it. no. That's you know what we should do is actually uh, like make it more exclusive and be like, you have to have a specific style of pass, and nobody has that pass, and then everybody's like, "Why do I get the autograph?" <laughs> If you've got to ask, you don't deserve it. You need a blue it. bracelet. And then it's like all of a sudden, like, John will show up like, blue bracelets are over here to $75. And, like, you'll have a flock of people running over to buy a plastic bracelet. And then they'll run over and pay $20 to Robbie. And we'll all be rich. Yeah. <laughs> speaking the of new getting, pyramid scheme. Yeah, well, speaking of that and speaking of getting rich quick, maybe, you know, I've started to think maybe we just need to get on whatnot and start selling our games because Dickheads. surely that's all legitimate. I think that's going to be my thing for the rest of the night. Every time whatnot is said, I'm just going to say dickheads. I'm not saying it once more because I, I don't want to give them any more publicity than people if, already are. If it pops up on there, I'm just, I'm, I won't even say their name. I'll just, if it's in the chat, I'm just dickheads. I'm not worried about that because nobody's in the chat. That brief, and I don't want to talk that to death, but like, be like, it's just a new medium for those kinds of market manipulators to exhaust before they go on to the next thing and assault look, the earth behind. Look, here's, the row. here's, here's my issue with it. Why, in a million years, would anybody legitimately go on there and spend $5,000 on something that's probably not even really worth about two? They wouldn't. Like, that seems... Social media is weird, and people get excited about things. And I, I guess, but, like, so Clearvis just said, man, I was on there earlier, and it's so gross. It is gross. Like, I took a screen cap. I'm going to pull my phone up, but I'm sorry to do this, like, while live. <laughs> But I took a screen cap like about a week or so ago because the um, SideQuest Games, who is a good guy? Okay, SideQuest Games is a friend of a friend, okay? Mm -hmm. And actually, I found out about WhatNot because my friend said, hey, this guy's going to be auctioning off an entire loose NES set, including stadium events, and it might be a good opportunity for you to jump oh. on and get it, right? So part of what he's doing is stadium events. So, I didn't know he had that. That's, yeah, I yep. would have watched that myself. I didn't even know. But but I'm not going to pay double market value for it. That's no. the problem. So I was like, that is a good idea. Maybe I could. And then I realized that little Samson just went for $5,000. So I'm like, you know what? Never mind. I want to see what that Wait, stadium loose? event. Yes. yes. I want to oh. see what that stadium event goes for, because I'll call it. If it does go for double, absolute bullshit. Well, absolute here, bullshit. So I've pulled it um, up. I, I pulled Are it. Are you like contractually bound to like 
paying for that shit. Yeah. That, you'll, that well, you'll, like an eBay thing. I mean, you, you could probably back out like, you, like the eBay seller or buyers do every fucking two seconds. Yeah, I believe you <laughs> get kicked out or reprimanded from the app, which, okay, oh, darn. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I'll I'm never sure you have your buddy win it or something. Crap. And gets kicked I, off. Big deal. Looks like he made a fucking, like, top sale. Oh, no. I'll never be able to buy Enron stock again. What, what will right? I do? Okay, so here's an example. I, I, let me see here. I took this on the 27th, so a couple weeks ago. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, they were still in the C's because they're doing the entire set alphabetically, right? And again, I don't want to speak bad about SideQuest Games. Seems like a good guy. He's a friend of a friend. I don't want to speak negatively. So good friend he's for He's not benefiting. selling it. He's got somebody. It's, it's, no, he's selling it. He's the person sitting there holding it. Oh, okay. He's just like, he's like a broker. Right, and oh, he's okay. but he's he's been promoted, and there's people involved in promoting because I'm sure they're trying to get whatnot off the ground, right? Which is, I don't like helping by talking like this, but this will probably be the last time we do. Okay, I hope it is. Well, we're not really talking fondly of it, so it's not like it's going <laughs> to. No, but that doesn't it's matter. Doesn't anymore. matter. It's the publicity. It doesn't we're matter getting, anymore. Even though there's only a handful of people listening or watching us, it's the publicity. In so, general. so classic Fair example: enough. color a dinosaur. Color a dinosaur, unbelievably, is a hundred on, on price charting right now which is not perfectly accurate, but I will say in this case, it seems close. It's a $128 game. Okay. So 20, the last few sales, 130, 125, 130. It's right in that wheelhouse. That's about what that game sells for regularly and is available to purchase on places like eBay. That game sold for $265. That is more than double. Now, why well, in the hell, please, Explain to me. One of the best games on the NES. I know. I get that that's part of the reason, but like it's not worth 100% increase in value. I mean, like, who doesn't love to color a brontosaurus? Okay. One year from now, you're going to be like, I would have bought those for 280 all day. <laughs> God, I hope you're wrong. Or, or then I'm cashing well, out. I don't, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but it's it's time to sell the set. If if it goes up double again, it's I'm selling it, and I'm just gonna go keep Mega Man Two and Punch Out or something. I don't even know. But anyway, I and Mag Max and Mag Max. Yes, of course. Well, to be fair, I'll probably be able to get Mag Max for at least forty bucks by then. I could still just pick it up for forty. <laughs> Seventy for sealed. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I don't know. Somebody just uh, somebody just follow us. Looks like. Um, Dr. Get Good Gaming followed us. I heard a noise, and I'm not sure what it means. So I'm still learning. We're so. still learning that stuff. Yeah, I apologize. Straight from whatnot. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, straight I, I from whatnot. I've never gone I went on the whatnot for like five seconds because someone recommended it to me, and I just went, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to know. I'm out of here. Yep. So it, it, it's basically what, what I've deduced. It's like a like a FOMO generator. Because people like, mm. like, like yes. it's like they take the tail end of like an eBay auction where everybody gets crazy, and they like, Take that little tail end of an eBay auction, that feeling, and just kind of like um, yeah, and manifest it. They manifest it exactly. I agree. And Jay, like the last fifteen seconds of an auction feeling, but like for everything you sell, which which I actually participated in recently. So I do all the time, but I agree with you. So yeah, like Jay is showing me both current and completed listings for Color Dinosaur on eBay. There are plenty of them out there to buy for one hundred twenty five, hundred thirty dollars. This is not a game that is hard to find. And it is not a game that you should pay over 100% of its market value be just because you're in an app. Like you're in that, um, you know, environment. Well, here's a copy. It sold March 6th for $129. And it, it's a, it looks like a fairly clean copy. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're listed on, on eBay right now between $100 and $200. There, there's plenty of them to find for much less. So anyway. Okay. So the, the moral of the story is if you really want to know the truth about what 
uh, whatnot, go watch Matteo 1989's story because he pretty much nails it. I'm dead after yeah, watching it was that. So it was crazy. amazing. And if uh, you don't, if you haven't, you have to go watch, go watch that. Story. So, all right. So enough about all that. Back. But yes, we <laughs> yeah, we will be at the Midwest Gaming Classic. Or I will. I'm I'm trying to get Jay to go. I don't know if he'll be able to pull it off. But and then and then Robbie, obviously, I'm hoping that you can make it. Like I said, I'll be happy to pick you up. You can stay, and we'll bring you back. Uh, if not, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. It's cool. I'm gonna go anyway, and I'm bringing I'm bringing plenty of loot, suckers. Because I'm, I'm, I'm going on a buying spree. I'll give you my list. Well, yeah, if I, if I don't go. Don't get too excited because that's the big convention where all the stores and resellers save their good, good stuff for it and then like spike it out the ass. Like they charge like a little yep. extra on everything. So. Yep. I, I think can't. it's transferable because I think I have a three-day pass that Jay needs it. Probably. I, I mean, it's, I feel like it's been pretty loose with the covid uh re-entering of society thing so they're kind of loose with the tickets and i'll i'll email dan luchin i'm sure he'll let me do it yeah dance dance who i've been working with uh i'm trying to upgrade my tickets too so anyway be i'll be there and uh i'll be wearing a shirt sure. so look for me so. in the crowd walking <laughs> around at the vendors certainly complaining about the prices if i'm with robbie just look for you know the guy that looks like robbie's stunt double you know <laughs> the denim denim vest looking at his phone that is robbie in fact robbie i think you should actually dress like that guy and go there and tell everybody <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's meta. It's a meta cosplay I'm that, that would be so meta and i'm not gonna lie I'm like thinking of dressing up as cammy from street fighter but i'm gonna go with that instead if you go as cammy i'll go as chun lee <laughs> I won't go at all. We will have our. Are we, are we just going to gloss over that Mike said he's going to wear a shirt and nobody yeah, even dressed it? He was thinking about not doing it. Oh no, I got yeah, you on that one, John. Were you contemplating going shirtless to MGC? No, I never was. I just said I'd be the guy in the shirt. Right. Oh, I, oh, that's the joke. I yeah. see. It was. It was a bad joke, and you guys are really making it even worse now. It was. Wait, it was wait. Can not you explain good. it to me? Like, just like. So here's the here's the premise, like John. Here's how it works. Okay, so here's how it works. All right. Everybody there will have some kind of a shirt on. Okay. And okay. then when you say yeah. when you say I'll be the guy in the shirt running around all the booths looking for stuff. That's I think what a lot. I think that's basically everybody. So I'm generalizing, and I'm assuming a lot. Okay. Because I've never been to Midwest Gaming Classic. I don't know what it's like. It could be like a lot of topless people running around not at booths. So I, I am assuming. But I feel like it's a safe assumption to say most people will be perusing booths with shirts on. So the joke is you'll be able to find me like that, but but you're not going to. That's the humor. It's called sarcasm. I hear they're Uh, doing shirts and blouses. Okay, like from Sesame Street. Yeah. Got it. That's exactly Uh, right. Yeah, the the sarcasm. Nothing. What? When? Nothing. Real quick. When the cameras are off and we're not recording, remind me to tell you about uh, the story Dan told me about the uh, the section of the uh, Midwest Gaming Classic they decided that they would never do. So they're uh, that's all I can say. They're 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 off and not recording now. John, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've been saving video. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'll send it in chat. Yes, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that offline. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be all up in my dms we'll sidebar this for after the meeting that's right that's right that's right let's take this <laughs> let's take that that's a takeaway that's a that's a takeaway for me okay so enough about weeks everybody's good fuck what not you know midwest gaming classic looking forward to it dickheads another giveaway we'll talk about at the end of the 
at the end of the show here. So stay tuned because we're going to do another giveaway. But I think it's time for... Somebody's got to entertain these people. Sure, shit ain't gonna be you. I'm just watching the dance now because we've got about a five second delay, so I'm enjoying it. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was that was uh, what I was hoping for. They do it? that on uh, the stream because they're afraid of a nip slip. So listen, guys, so they that dance was straight fire, just like all this stuff I got to sell. Look at this. Look at this copy of uh, South Park. Straight fire. Four twenty-five. All right, it's a thirty-second auction. Everybody, ready? Go. Dollar twenty-five. Starting bid. Dollar twenty-five. All right. Well, QVCJ. Anybody? Anybody more than a dollar twenty-five? Sold. Sold. <laughs> Put my shit back. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, I got a copy of South Park. Seventy-five so, cents. So, this time, guys, I'm going to start with Jay because Jay. I think this is the first time you have something video game related to discuss. I do. I actually have collecting. it here. Some kind of more than that, but there's more yes. than that. But yes. So, but Jay, what have you picked up recently? Well, everybody saw that Matteo, if they were on or watched, Matteo gave assuming me assuming a lot. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> but my, about uh, fifteen people saw. <laughs> yes, and there's seven now, so maybe those are all the people that saw. But uh, Matteo gave me my first, or if they listened, my first uh, Super Nintendo cart for yes, my collection. That's correct. He gave me Felix. So I was pretty excited about that. That was my f- number one. Yep. Um, and then uh, I ended up getting a box, just the cardboard for Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball. Yep. This is all SNES stuff, right? Yes, all SNES. Sorry. And then uh, I inherited all, both from you a copy of the wondrous Double Dragon Five. You mean we'll be talking about that again later? The Double Dragon yeah, Five. Say, the I, I will put down my list for bad games. For yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a bad I, game. I all right. We we yeah, played, we played it for a little bit. <laughs> I said we. I, I was I was down at my storage space and I was like, oh, you were, we went to go get the Ken Griffey box, which is like a dupe, right? So I'm looking and I'm like, oh, here's another SNES game and it's Double Dragon Five, and I'm like, let's bring it home and play it. And then we played it and I was like, <laughs> literally played it for like five seconds and I went. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got one more today, That's which right. I was going to swing up here. Pick something which up. You end up, Mike's hooking me up on this stuff. You ended up uh, finding this over at uh, Retro Replay. Yeah, Retro Replay at Kyle's <laughs> store. And this is probably my favorite and uh, like the gem for me. I, everybody knows I love Super Metroid. Super Metroid in a box. It's the best video game. Oh, wow. CIB. It, it's certainly one of the best. So I'm pretty excited. Arguably. About it. A complete in box version of Super Metroid. Yes. And the cart Man, is. Man, I don't even have that. I'm jealous. I want one of those someday. The cart is gorgeous. I'll the work cart on looks it. brand new. The cart is probably. Is it Mexico? Oh, hold on. Let that, me tell you. Hold on. Did, did, did they do a Majesco Super Metroid? Hold on. I can't find it. I, there's a Japanese, and then I'm pretty sure that there's two different. I'm pretty sure there's a bad one. Made in Japan. Got him. Oh. That's the good boy. Right. Even I'm going to check here, my copy. This package is made from recyclable materials and is recyclable. Also, 
Uh, it is for sale and in, in use in North America and Latin America only, but it was made in Japan. Made, made in Japan is the earlier, what many people would consider the better version. And side note, from a collecting perspective, did you know that on the Super Metroid box in the top right corner, there's an only for Nintendo yep. logo, but there is another version. This is the black version, which is the more common version. There's also another version that I believe is orange or another, yes. like, yes, whatever mm-hmm. color it is. I mean, you and I talked about this. It is a, a much more difficult version to find, and I have never seen one myself. So this is the standard black issue, but it, there is a colored, whatever that, you know, orange, yellow color background uh, version of it as well. So, but we can't have this on the set today. Because no, that, that, that does game. not belong. That is a fantastic yeah, game, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Cannot be on the Nothing wrong with that game. No, there's not. Nope. Well, it's, it's Other perfect. than it has become very expensive recently. Have you seen how much a loose cartridge of Super Metroid has? I don't want to know. It's I like, had a beat to shit sealed one, a player's choice version that I sold on oh, eBay. Yeah. I'm, I'm last aware. year. And I think it went for like around 800. That's that's exactly right. This, I actually thought I was going to go for way more because I was like crazy with sealed shit, but mine was all lumpy and had yep. dinged up corners it, and shit. So I was like, eh. A loose copy of this game is like $90 now. Yeah. It was half that a year ago. Not even He's like post COVID. So anyway. I got a CIB. Does, does Jay got any sealed games? Because I think I have an extra Vegas stakes. I think we need to get them into the sealed market. We'll get you uh, some Vegas okay. steaks for the SNES. You need that. Hey, man. I need everything. I have like three games. I have two ga- three games. Yes, he needs that. I and then I, I need those. to go. I need those World Series Baseball 2 still, John. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got, I got a stack of those plus a bunch of PS2 games for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, red tent boards. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. Oh, we can talk about it. I still have to go to I still have to go Fort Wayne to pick up the red tent, but there's a red tent out there yeah. waiting for me. So we, I might wind up. You know what? That might be part. Actually, I'm going to drive probably right through there on the way to Midwest Gaming Classic. That might be part of the trip. So I'm. Really? I'll, I'll yes, yeah, absolutely. Why? Because I'm driving down to drop Connor off. Okay. Oh, that's right. And then I'm coming back from Kentucky, so I'll come right straight through Fort Wayne on yeah. my way to on my way to Chicago, and in turn to yeah. Mil, Milwaukee. You don't you don't want a red tent in your car on the way to you know Midwest Gaming Classic. I don't want to have to go get it on the way back either though. If I'm driving right through Fort Wayne, it'll be fine. I'm cool. I'm going, right. based on the prices I'm hearing about. I probably won't bring anything back from Midwest Gaming Classic anyway, so there'll be plenty of room in the back. So yeah, it has begun. Valdor says it has begun. It certainly has, man. In, in earnest, this is it. Jay Jay says he wants <laughs> to start collecting SNES. Well, guess what? Two feet all in, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna go grab. I got, a, I got like 20 loose games too for you, Jay. Yep, I just need I, to box them up, send them to Mike. He'll give them to you. Let's go. I'm, I'm not gonna argue. People sending me games. What I love nice, it. So, nice man. Oh, they're not great games. <laughs> what an actually, awful it's, man. What a, it's actually a burden. <laughs> it's Bebe's kids, is what it is. Hey, it's it's a check off my list. That's all I can say. It's a check off the list. Okay, who wants to go next? Anybody else pick up I'll anything? Yeah. How is thing? What's that? Robbie, I'll go. Robbie's up. Robbie. Robbie, Robbie, what have you? What you got? I, despite not being a big Super Nintendo collector in general, I have a pretty curated library of games. I like quality games I want to play mostly. I've been kind of check off the last few games on my list, which is a list that's like under 10 games. And I knocked out Space Mega Force, which is part of the Alesta series. And yep. It's a fantastic right. game. It's known as Super Alesta on the Super Famicom. Phenomenal game. Shmup developed by uh, Compile. I've been wanting it forever since ever since I played it at a friend's house years ago, and 
just kept going up and up and I finally caved and bought one uh, at a local media chain. I have a similar and, story I'm going to have with this to discuss at my time. Yeah, go on. And Dracula X, which oh. I've never actually played ever. And I okay. kind of wait and pick up the real physical cartridge and just play it. Castlevania. Uh, yeah, that's that's an expensive game, but it's, I actually traded for that one. I tra- it sounds insane, but I traded a CIB Battle Toads on the NES so alone just for that. That's a hell of a deal because that game is like one of what probably the top ten or fifteen most expensive loose SNES games there are. Yeah, we were going through that list. Yeah, and we saw yeah that. I feel like um, I got really lucky in this trade because yes, I, well, obviously because it's just a CIB, CIB Battle Toads. To you and I, that's like why would anybody trade for that? But I took a look on eBay one day and I was like, CIB Battletoads is selling for 300 bucks. Oh my what God. The fuck? I swear, I, there's completed complete listings for 300. Mine was like 100% CIB, had the cards and all that shit in there. It was like mint. And some new ish collector in Chicago wanted to trade. And I was like, hey, I'll take that thing. He's like, oh, that sounds good. I'm like, okay. There was, a, good, C- there was a CIB I, copy yeah, of that. You're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah, there was a CIB copy of that at a local media reload here. And it was like about 100 bucks at the time, but the box was not great. And I was like, eh, I've got the manual and the, I've got the Dude. cartridge. And now I'm like, I want it, but I'm never going to pay that much for it. I'll never That's buy that. I feel about Mega Man. I just kept sleeping on picking up a box for it. Oh, now, now it's, it's like, forget I'm it. Out of reach. Forget I'm it. Like, Fuck that. Yep. Like, in my brain, I'm like, that's like a $40 CIB from like the olden days. Yeah, you, I know how that now, is. Like, you can't do it. Slept too long. I dropped yep. the ball on that one. Val, Valdor says he finally beat that game last weekend. I'm assuming he's talking about Battletoads, which... Oh, dude. Tough I finally beat like over uh, the first lockdown quarantine like in 2020. Like I made a point. I'm like, yep. finally going to beat the fucking thing. It's I, like one of the hardest NES games. It is. Like, it it's is. a slug. It is. It's a slog. So you, have to, you have to remember so much. It just keeps going and going. You're, you're right. That's yeah. the key. It's, it's, it's like, it's like a, yes, there's a pattern you have to remember. And if you don't, you have to remember all of it. Yeah. It's like the longest game of Simon like ever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I got those two games. So those two Super Nintendo cards. Uh, I got a few boxes from my, my longtime friend, Nick, AKA the Instagrammer formerly known as Cartmageddon. Um, Shout out he's, to downsizing, he's downsizing his collection and I was like hey let me get some stuff off you that I actually sold to you re- like regrettably years ago which was anything like, cool. you've ever sold ever <laughs> yeah well there's a few boxes I got off him just some NES boxes because he's like he found some guy to buy the cards so he broke up some CIBs gave me the boxes nothing fantastic but um and full circle here I got a copy of Color Dinosaur um <laughs> From him, it's like a $300. I already have, okay, I already have Color Dinosaur because I have the full NES set, but I got another copy because I was like, I want that one because that's the one that I uh, got a five finger discount on at, at the ah uh, yes, yeah, the media store I worked at when I was sixteen years old in like two thousand one. I never tire of this story. Like, yeah, and I was like, I want that one back because it's just a funny story. Like my boss would always look the other way and be like, Yeah, it would take whatever out of the inventory bins if you want it. It's like, okay, I'm going to take this horrible uh, NES game, and you're just like, whatever, it's like $3, nobody cares. And now, oh, yeah. at the time, it was probably 5 bucks yeah. or something. And now it's like 4000 on whatnot. Yeah. Anyway. I, I remember that, that, that being that, like that a $40 game. Yeah. That one's funny to me, and then another card I got from him, which I also explained on Instagram story, but if anyone cares and want to hear it, me telling the story, it's just a, a Rescue the Embassy mission cart. And the reason I was fond of getting that back from him is because when him and I first started collecting in like 1996, 
we were super young and we're like, let's collect NES games. Let's ask everybody we know if they have NES games. Let's go door to door in our neighborhood and knock on people's doors, like cold knocking, cold knocking, Did you? and just ask them if they have NES games to give us. Were there houses and where you were there houses where you were like suspect that you didn't believe them when they said no? So then you would like leave and then come back with like a wig on and be like, "Do you have uh, Mortal no. Kombat for the Sega Genesis?" <laughs> no, no. We made a point to just ask. You know, houses we knew where kids lived at, so it wasn't. Oh uh, man! Oh, sorry, I should have pointed that out. Yeah, people we kind of knew, like, oh, so and so lives there, there, there. Let's go shake them all down. No one was receptive <laughs> to this at all, except for one, one girl that we kind of knew from the school bus. She's like, and all right, I she, guess. She ran up there, she came down, she's like, all right, you can each pick one, one game. <laughs> I took the Hunt for the Red October, which I will talk about later in this episode, <laughs> and also, and then he took Rescue the Embassy Mission. As time went on, I sold off that copy of Hunt for October, but he held on to that copy of Rescue forever. And now, since he's downsizing, I was like, "That's funny." Let me get that copy of Rescue back just for the the lulls, you know. That's all you got to have it. Who's this? uh, Sorry to use the derogatory, but who's this chick with the the world's shittiest NES? (laughs) Oh yeah, I know, right? I think it was more of like a that's me couldn't take the the better ones like the Zelda. Yeah, I think kind of like, oh yeah, we might have been we might have been far along in our journey already because we both already decided we wanted to get them all, you know, at such a young age, and we probably already had the one she had or something. I don't remember. It was, that was literally like fucking almost thirty years ago. Or <laughs> and so you're like, hmm, Sean Connery. I didn't have the Sean Connery <laughs> game. Let me let me snag that bad boy. He hey, nailed man. the German accent. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's exactly what I thought. That is, I, it, if it wasn't then, it certainly was just now. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Anything okay. else? And, and last but not least, I picked up a mounting plate screw for the Sega Genesis <laughs> to mount your Sega CD2 for $3.75 $3. free shipping on eBay. So, Robbie, educate the people on what you're talking about exactly. There is a tiny screw that comes with the plate that you mount to the bottom of your Sega Genesis uh, <laughs> when you want to attach a Model 1 Sega CD to it. And, and you, Mike, Mike, you informed me that I was missing mine. And I was like, what the fuck? I had no idea. All these, all these years, my, the little screw is there. I was like, well, someone's got to be selling something like that. So, the funniest... Click eBay, click eBay search and uh, instant gratification $4 later. That The funniest part about that is... So I moved spaces downtown, right? Like the space we're in now, this studio is is down the hall from my old space. And I rented that other space right like four months before the pandemic, right? So like October, November of 2019. And I have had in there since then up until November of this year, a good two years at least, I had the mounting plate for a Sega CD. If anybody doesn't know, there's a metal mounting plate that you stick on your Genesis, right? And that's what your actual Genesis mounts to the Model 1 Sega CD. It's what holds it to it tightly, right? And keeps it together. Instead of just like putting it in the connector and sitting it there and letting it kind of flop around, whatever. And there's a mounting screw. And I've had that mounting plate with the screw and a piece of tape that held the screw in the hole. So I would not lose it because I am such a neurotic collector nerd. And I was like, how bad of a how big of a nerd am i that i'm like i don't want to lose this screw if i lose this screw i'll never be able to screw my sega genesis model one to my model one sega cd 
Well, I mean, I was I'm big enough of a nerd to where I was upset it, that I didn't have you the were screw so annoyed by it. It was, was like, where is the screw? You're, you're like, 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 that is so unlike me to like not have this thing. It is too. When I have it, no, I was like, it must be stuck in the Genesis. Uh, yep. My friend who's told me the Sega CD still or something. The the no funniest is my fault. Yeah, the funniest part was that you were so put off. Like, what? There's a screw? And then the next thing you know, you're sending me like a completed purchase auction. Like, all right, it's on its way. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Yeah. That's we so were all funny. laughing behind your back. Sorry. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm that neurotic, man. I've won. <laughs> For years. A few screws no, loot. You know what I mean? Not no more. You don't. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Anyway, which, which, by the way, one of the things that was delivered to me was your Sega CD Model 1, which I sent you pictures that has been fully uh, restored and now is working perfectly. So that is good to go. We had a bad voltage regulator that I replaced, and it is now good to go. So I will be yeah. bringing that thank back with that. me. Nice. Yep. Thank you for that. And thank you to Matteo for bringing that to you and doing my bidding because he just wanted to have a nice... Uh, relaxing drive to michigan and i was like no no pull over and uh pull stop. over on fullerton on the off expressway in chicago and take my sega cd to mike stop at this loud arcade with a bunch of noises and stuff yeah um no yeah, thank when you when it's not open it wasn't even open i was yeah. like there's some games they're all shut off and he's like cool <laughs> that's like, too all right funny. man i'm good my sega cd see you later well <laughs> if anybody's looking for a, a model one sega cd i also have one for sale that is not robbie's it has been fully recapped and restored and ready to go so if anybody out there is looking for a model one sega cd and potentially a sega genesis a non-tmss sega genesis which, if anybody doesn't know what that is, the first Model 1s of Sega Genesis, the original high-definition graphics Sega Genesis, the very first run of them does not have the Sega um, uh, trademark screen. So if you start a game on a Genesis, it always comes up with that, you know, trademark Sega Genesis 1989, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The very first run of those do not have those. And those are the ones that generally would go in like the altered beast boxes and that kind of stuff. So people are people are starting to collect that stuff and pay a premium because we're all stupid. And uh, yeah, so I have a non-TMS Genesis one and a Model One Sega CD, both fully working and restored and ready to go. So if anybody's out there in the market, let me know because I'm going to apparently I'm going to need extra cash for Midwest Gaming Classic. Does it have the screw? <laughs> that's right that's a big question listen screw what, what did i just tell you i have an extra no plate with no the screw deal. i had an extra plate with the screw yes it has the screw what's that one all right you, i actually come across a few of those non-tms genesis and they genesis and they uh genocide first one yeah genocide that's right the first one that I tested, I like, it like weirded me out that that trademark screen wasn't there. And I was like, I can't do this. Even it's though it's a like a superior quality Genesis, you know, like the sound card and video cards better, I think. And mm. I still was like, yeah, I'm going to take the trademark screen one because I'm just so used to seeing yep. that. It, like, it's very weird. I agree. I completely agree with you. So. I think there's a few games that won't play properly on the trademark screen one, like Budokan and like Zany Golf and like something else is like some falling out with accolades. So there's a few cards that don't play. I believe it. Genesis, the non-TMSS one. Hmm. Uh, I, my go-to is the XI. Uh, does that make me bougie? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're speaking to a fellow XI owner, so we can talk offline. Oh yeah. Away from the norm, uh, away from the normies. Yeah, you wanna, should you we sing two princes right now? Because I know we both have played that karaoke. Oh, 100 percent. Let's go. Right. Um, yes, I uh, I'm an XI my guy myself. In fact, we actually played some trash on the XI this week. We did or over and the weekend. I'm going to say I had a spare XI at one point and I sold it because I just didn't need to. 
God. Those controllers, <laughs> those JVC controllers are nice, man. Feels classic. <laughs> it's just a Genesis controller with a JVC logo. That is correct. No, man. The cord is the plastic is just a little nicer plastic. The buttons feel real nice. Don't it, tell him that a, he's gonna buy one. Don't say that. He's gonna like, fuck. No I need a fucking exit, man. Sega CD. Well, no, I, so I, 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 I've come across one before in the wild, and I I remember being like, "This is a Genesis controller with a JVC logo." So I sold. You didn't check the now. They're worth you? money. Yeah, sixty bucks <sighs> easy. Wow, no one cared back then. It was the same price as a regular Genesis controller, even though I tried to hype the JVC. Those days are over, man. (laughs) Contemporize, man. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Robbie, any other collecting updates now that we're four hours into the show? (laughs) I know, right? No, that's it. That's it. John, you got a... What have you been purchasing? you get anything from our our friend? Their prices have gone up? So I've found this app. It's called Whatnot, and I've been oh buying it crazy. Uh, no, tell me uh, more. So I, I did get a couple of things for Hotspots, but I really need to stop hyping him because legitimately, like all his stuff, like goes double. Uh, Magmax, which I'm sure we'll get, you know, mentioned later in the show, uh, sold for a new inbox for like seventy bucks, uh, which is nuts because that's more than a, a sealed one goes for. But I'll go real quick. I did get uh, to get Robbie an early birthday present. Uh, I don't know if I want to say what that is. I can if Robbie wants me to. Yeah, sure. Uh, Mahjong for the uh, Famicom box. Found oh, a cheap copy. Wow. Snapped it up. Damn. Um, that was a nice little gift. Yeah, well, it was super cheap. So uh, that's how much I value our friendship. <laughs> uh, and he got thanks me nothing. That, thanks for that placeholder then. Comparatively, oh, no, like I got nothing. No, so no, Easily. Yeah, uh, you'll never know. Um, I got a uh, demo cart for Chrono Trigger. Uh, essentially, it was used in kiosks in Japan. Uh, I got a nice little uh, loose. Tyler's got a complete in box, but I'm not going to go that crazy. Uh, Kid Dracula complete in box for the Famicom. I got super spooked by everybody buying like nice. the stuff that I always wanted. So I've just my my limit on games has gone out the window. Uh, completed all the Megamans. I just uh, got Mega Man 2 with the sticker, so I'm pretty excited about getting that in the mail. That's the U.S. copy. And then I got... What about Megamania? What about... Uh, No, that doesn't count. Did you get Activision's Megamania? It's Activision. That's the same people who put out all the other Megamans. It's not a real Megaman. What about Creon Conquest? Uh no, uh, I would I would put uh, Little Nemo as a uh, Mega Man game. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. Uh, that's one of the best Capcom Mega Man games on the NES. <laughs> uh, but we'll get to there. And I got uh, all the Rockman uh, complete in box, and then all the Ninja Gaidens. Uh, so I'm going to say all these wrong. Damn, you said uh, Gaiden. He said Gaiden yeah. and men. As did I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I got I got all the uh, <laughs> yeah. I got all the Ninja Gaidens, the Ninja Ryukin uh, one through three uh, complete in box on Famicom because I am deathly afraid of them being outside of my price range, like everything else on the NES right now. And I paid less for uh, Mega Man two complete in box on the NES than I did for a complete in box on uh, Famicom because Whoa. that's how prices are right now. Interesting. That's not interesting. So, that's terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that too. But it's stupid. People, people are like, people are investing in Famicom, and it's not an investment. <laughs> it's just for people like me that have stupid reasons to buy them. 
So I, I must say of, of all the games that you sent me, gave me in that little like satchel of Famicom games at video game summit. I, uh, Bird, Bird, Week. Bird Week was my, <laughs> my favorite of the bunch. Oh man. And, and Kokoron didn't get, uh, get it, I mean, they're, they're all good, like objectively good games, but Bird Week was so fascinating to me. I was like, this is so right. weird and unique. I love this. All right, cool. Anyway. Yeah, sorry to derail. It's fun. No, no, sorry. it's perfect. So, yeah, I've, I've made some purchases. I do have uh, something in on uh, I don't want to talk about. Um, I hope to get that soon. But uh, I've been spending stupid money about uh, Glad you brought it up then. I don't really need. You got to get What's off that? what, man? Uh, <laughs> well, man, it's uh, – it's, uh, did you watch that documentary, Lula Rowe, on uh, uh, Amazon Prime? Very stuff. No. Right. Sorry, I'm just just railing. The derailing. only documentary <laughs> I watch is Rarity, Retro Collecting oh. in the Modern World, and I only we can watch... talk about that later. But I think we need to save that for the watch party, right? <sighs> we oh. need to do the watch party. I think that actually needs to happen because there's there's been some <laughs> there's been some doings transpiring with all that stuff. And man, we'll talk about it later. I can't. I don't want to get into it. Okay. All right. All right. Real so, quick, my hot take on all this. Uh, every time I talk to anybody that we all hate, uh, they turn out to be cool people. Uh, they're just misguided investors, uh, except for one dude that might have moldy games, but I don't want to talk about that. This moldy game guy. Do you, do you have a moldy game? Yeah. Are you moldy game guy? That's not me. Oh, okay. I hope not. No. There's okay, some good. guy in that documentary, I can't even remember, but he was, taught, he was highlighting a moldy game. And yeah. I was like, why the fuck is this on the movie? Because Clown Shoes McGee, that's why. Do you, <laughs> you buy anything else, John? Uh, I probably did, but that's that's good enough. We're All right. about an hour and a half in, right? Oh, wow. we're banging the, we're banging down that door. Okay, so that brings it to me, to you. All right. So our friend Matteo was in town, and the day after Matteo was in town, we went on a little bit of an excursion. So that Friday, we hit ten game stores, right? We did. We did ten. That's that exhausting. We we it went ruled. from Flint to Saginaw to Bay City back to Flint. And we hit ten stores in the in the time. And that barbecue joint was pretty good. Yeah, it was a bark barbecue. It was a it was a barbecue taqueria. It was pretty good, and it was really good. It, it was. was up in Saginaw, right by Crazy Quarters Arcade, which is phenomenal. We had a great time there as well. We played some pinball. Played some Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. I fucking dropped some fatalities on some shit. Yeah, um, I actually screen capped video footage of that. that now was, that's my uh, your, your photo on <laughs> all context. Guess what your profile picture is on my <laughs> phone, Robbie? Smiling in front of uh, a UMK3 cabinet doing a smoked fatality because it's just so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And the fact that I'm like pointing at the screen going like, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> it's good. So, hey, yeah, before I get into the rest of the, before I get into the rest of the story, guess what your profile picture is on my, uh, on my phone, Robbie? I'm guessing my stunt double. That is correct. No, you're wrong. It's you hugging Mortal the, Kombat 2. It's the modified stunt double. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I figured it. That is 100%. And I assume that's what you meant, by the way. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Uh, John, I got Black Bass 2 on Famicom CIV. Google it. You won't be disappointed. I feel like you will be disappointed. Okay. No, it's beautiful. I believe you. It looked. It actually looked cool. I did. I think I've seen that before. It's like a totally different box. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, it's Black Bass 2, I get. But it's just like, it's pretty good looking. Okay. I love Black Bass. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So we went and hit like 10 game stores. First game store we hit was the uh, Media Reload up there in Saginaw. And I picked up Street Fighter 
Alpha 2 for the Saturn, along with, I think I got the Guardian Amiibo, because I wanted a Guardian Amiibo. I, I'm not a big yeah. Amiibo guy, but I like Breath of the Wild, because John converted me. And uh, I had to get the Guardian, because it's just like the, the coolest Amiibo, right? Like, to me, so. Um, which, that's the... You like, really... Pon- you really... You kind of wavered on it for a minute. Though. Because I don't like buying those things. But it's cool. I'm not a big fan. Like, I have these, the Fusion, the Metroid... I'm sorry, the Metroid Dread... Right, I've got the Emmy, and I've got Samus over I here. Could, those would go great with my Super they, Nintendo box. So they maybe. would. Stop looking at them. Um, and then I've got like Breath of the Wild Link and the Bokoblin, and I've got now the Guardian. That's pretty much it. And I have Mega Man and Rob. Just because Mega Man looks like Mega Man, and Rob is Rob. Like, I had to get Rob the robot. And? And? No, that's and. it. That's it. <laughs> You're like, I only have this one. Those are the well, ones. And this one. But I don't, really, this one. I don't even really like them. I've <laughs> never used them for their intended purposes. So anyway, I purchased that while I was up there. Then we went over to uh, 1UP Games up there in Saginaw. And I you picked... Say, did you, I'm sorry. Did you say the other game you got at Media? There was another game. It was the, or the it was one the game. Did you say that? I did. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you say that. That's because you don't listen when I talk. That was... Yeah. I was too busy looking at Black Bass too. I will. For I will. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> terrible. First of all, that is one hundred just one hundred percent justifiable. That that's what you're looking at. Number two, what I have to edit what this is out. The, and I don't want to get too off track here. But why? Why is he? Saying, oh, oh, I love that boxer. I want that just because. Like, oh, a Black Bass. What are you gonna do with that, Troy McClure? Get away from <laughs> that Black Bass. Sixty bucks. That's how much I wanted it. That's worth it for that picture alone. It's worth sixty bucks. So anyway, no, went not. to 1UP Games in Saginaw, and we were hoping to see our friend Mark, who, again, was not there. I've never seen Mark from the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. How many times have we went up there to the Saginaw location? Every. Every time yes. is when we go up there, he's not there. there. So, Dude runs the place. Never but there. while I was there, I did buy a few things. I bought a Superman CIB for uh, the 2600 so it was like 9 bucks. Red box. Cool no looking. sticker. No, no promotional sticker. Just a regular old Superman, which I didn't have. And I was like, for 9 bucks, I'm going to grab it, right? They had X Mutants for the Genesis, which more than qualifies for today's topic because that game yep. fucking sucks. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I own it and it's not good. It is true. No but, Clone Wars. But I just, <laughs> I love <laughs> the black box grid box Genesis yeah, stuff. That's how they get you. I know, and it's like twenty bucks. It was like twenty or twenty-five dollars at the most, and I was like, "I'll take it." It had the manual, like you know how it is with Genesis manuals. You're like, "God damn it! How did you not keep the manual? You have a hard plastic box. Why is there no manual in here? What did you possibly? You didn't read it. Nobody knows. Nobody read the manuals back then, so it's like you didn't read it. What did you do to it? Anyway, so I grabbed they that. They boarded it. That maybe, maybe they got it graded. By the way, if anyone's listening, I've been looking for a skeleton crew manual for the Sega Genesis for like. Four years now, so don't worry. Nobody's listening. My way, or I'll buy it off you if you're listening to this. I hope that I hope this works out for you. Um, <laughs> I got Virtual Bart for yep. the Genesis oh, that right. was complete, so I, I grabbed that. That's, that's one of the better ones. It is, yeah, and that's why I was like, yeah, I kind of had to have it because you know the rest of them, uh, they're most of them are pretty rough. And then <laughs> on my list. I purchased, and I've been looking this for for a while. I've been looking for this, and I finally found it. A CIB copy of Ghouls and Ghosts for Sega Genesis. Every nice. copy of that game that I have found did not have the manual. Kyle has a Here beautiful we go copy. Here goddamn manuals. I, you one. tell me about it. Why? That's Be- just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, right, it's got a hole where all Sega Genesis manuals live in the world. I don't know what happened I, to them. They didn't fit well. I don't know what it is, but all I know is, is that it pisses me off because I was like, I want this game, but I'm not buying it without the manual because, Robbie, you collect Genesis, and you know this. You're not oh, finding a loose Genesis manual. You're not finding it. Well, clearly, what was he just talking about? I want to say six years. Not a, no lie. Like, aggressively looking for a Grindstormer manual 
And they I finally got it. But man, I they, was like, you know, when you first buy it, you're like, no, nah, just buy it like this. And I'll find nope. a manual. I've given up on that because I know with Genesis it will never happen. And I will just replace well, it and sell my copy without the manual all day. It's like, it's like relatively uncommon even. Yeah. Yep. Like, forget it. And if you find it, it's some asshole charging like five times like yep. the price of a CIB just for the manual on eBay. So I, I will say as an aside to the collecting part, I beat the fuck out of that game. Game rules, man. It is awesome. I had it such a two times frustrated. Yeah, I did. I beat it two times. I, the that. funniest part is you beat it. Then you have to go through and beat it again, just like all those ghouls and ghosts, ghosts and goblins, right? But when yeah. you get near the end of the last level, you have to have the correct weapon, which you can only have if you have, like, the gold armor. You must have the gold armor and then find this chest, and when you open the chest, this princess comes out, and she gives you the weapon you must have to defeat Lucifer, or whatever they call him, Luke, Loki, Loki, at the end of the game, Right. So the first time I went through, I didn't know that. I'm just trying to play it. Like, I'm not, I'm not reading anything online. I'm just trying to beat the game. And I've gotten to that point, and it comes back as like, hey, hold up. You don't have what you need, so you got to go back. You have to go back to the bullshit with the flying, like, dragons and all this shit and get through that shit, get there with the gold armor, and then find this woman, have her give you your, your weapon, and then you can go beat Loki. And I did it. I fucking did it. So that game can kiss the inside of my butt. <laughs> God. But I beat it. So they, you really finally. It's, you know how that is. It's like this therapeutic thing where you're like, I've done it. It's on my shelf. I can play it anytime I want now and not have to worry because I've beaten it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I completely relate, man. Yeah, I know you do. I know of anybody on this podcast. Robbie got the the guy. Yep. So yeah. I also purchased, we went up to Bay City. And I purchased from Mark. We finally saw yeah, Mark. We finally got we, Mark at the one up we, games in Bay City. We found out Mark was at the one at Bay City that day. And uh, he which, was so uh, mad we came. He quit right after. Yeah, yeah. So, Mark, I bought Elden Ring for the Xbox Series X up there or with Xbox Series, whatever you want. I don't know, whatever. The, the Xbox, we'll just say that. But I bought is Elden it a Ring. a Sega console? Yes, it is. It's 100. Yes. So, it's a. It's, got it. So, funny, you should, new stuff. funny you should say that. Did you see that? Did anybody see the article that said. The Xbox has only sold 2.3 million consoles in Japan in 20 years. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. They hate Xbox. Nobody there. wants it over there. Because they don't want PlayStation. No, they just—it's an American company. Like I don't know what it is, but nobody buys Xbox in Japan. Nobody. Which does great. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, well, of course it's oh. Nintendo. But anyway, so retro. I can only. Hey, retro Bobby's in. I can only beat that game with save states. Let me tell you, it was a pain in my ass. And uh, but I did do it. I did beat it, and uh, that was great. So, but I got Elden Ring. I haven't even started it yet because I was too busy with fucking ghouls and ghosts. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. And then, and then after that, we left Bay City. We saw Mark. Mark has, like you said, Mark left his job. He was working at One Up that day. But the next week, he now works for Crazy Quarters, the arcade there in Bay City. Good arcade. We had yes. a lot of good. We had a lot of fun there. It was a nice time. But um. And then I went. We went and saw Kyle, which I think was. Matteo's favorite part of the whole trip because Matteo was with us for all these, right? So we go to that, we go to Kyle's shop here in in, in Flint and uh, retro replayed there on, on Saginaw. Had the and, Power Glove Posse. Oh yeah, we had the Power Glove Posse. It was a picture of all of us wearing Power Gloves, which was hilarious. But so I, you know, Kyle's a good friend of mine as well as the store owner. So I get to go to the back and and Kyle has like boxes of things that never make it to the floor. And it's not like how do I put this? It's like Silent Hill Two or Def Jam you know whatever fight for new york like better stuff that never really makes it to the floor but it's not like it's not like surprise at dinosaur peak but it's also not like you know i don't know gradius or something like they're gradius or whatever it's stuff that's not, it's oh. stuff that people are going to walk in every day and ask for 
Yeah, but well, you might have somebody coming. I like Gradius. It's more of the <laughs> fact that it's a very common game that's on his shelf all the time. So it's just stuff that sits in boxes that is just back yeah. there. And and I've been helping him get things organized and price them and all that kind of stuff. So Mario comes back and he's like looking through all this stuff. Like it's like a it's like literally a kid in a candy store. And he's sifting through all of it and he's like, "Why did you bring me here last? What are you doing? What are we, why did you do this to me?" He wound up with buying so much great stuff. He got a 3DO. He got an FC one. Right. He got uh, some uh, Nintendo 64 boxes because Kyle's like, yeah, sure. I have them complete in box, but you can take the game out and buy the manual in box and I'll sell it to you. No problem. Yeah. Like just a great thing. And he gave him a fantastic deal. And and Matteo was just like over the moon. Like the look on his face was just like bewilderment. Like what just happened? Remember, He was like, where am I? Yeah. He he goes, where am I? What's what is this? What's going on? And I'm like, you can go through these boxes and start picking out pieces that you want. He's like. I can't afford. They had remember they had uh was it Undertale? He had the collectors like Matteo had been hyping this game Undertale on Switch to us all day. It's great, and I've heard it's great. Yeah, and then we go in there and Kyle has a sealed collector's edition copy of Undertale, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on with the little uh, with the charm? The, yeah, the, yeah, little yeah, the pendant. Yeah, and he's like." Uh, yes, of course I want this. It was just like the craziest thing, and he had such a great time. And it was just—it was like watching a kid open presents on on Christmas. It was hilarious. And so. in all honesty, Kyle's shop is and kind of hype him a little bit, but Kyle's yeah. shop is a great place. No, he's, like it's—it's it's legitimately even for people that he doesn't know. It's still a honey hole. Yeah, it's a—it's a good spot with good things, and and he's a good guy. So yeah, definitely. Um, and and he's gonna actually we're gonna have him on in in May. He's going to come on and talk about Godzilla. So a little oh, yeah, spoiler, right. but he's a big Godzilla oh. fan. So we're going to come on and talk all things Godzilla with, with Kyle. And he was on uh, an early episode with about uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Matteo, Kyle rules. Yeah, yes, Ma- he does. Ma- yeah, Matteo says Kyle Oyster rules. Cult? Yes, that's exactly right. Um, oh, no, there goes Tokyo. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly yeah. right. So, but anyway, so I, while I was there, not that it really matters, but while I was there, I did pick up something as well. I picked up an NES power set. Now, I got, for the first time in my life, I obtained my very first power pad from somebody that's on this call. Did you know that, Jay? No. Was it, was it me? It, it was you. At the at oh, Video Game Summit nice. in Villa Park last year in July, John sold me, because he couldn't just give it to me, God forbid. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I don't know. You probably did. Just, I think I gave, I, I think you I gave did. Robbie the box. You gave Robbie yeah, the box, yeah. and then and you I sold me the power box. pad. <laughs> you know what's even better is he sold you the power pad, and he's going to mail me a bunch of SNES Yeah, games. for free, for free. Yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, I like uh, you better, Jay. Yeah. interest in it. Well, you sold several of my piece of shit boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, uh, it's like this um, you know. I can't think of the damn words. Never mind. Yeah. So Valdo the Gray says Godzilla is huge at our house. My youngest son for uh, I'm assuming he means first word was Godzilla. It says four two word, but I think he means first words. Yeah, I'm a, we're all Godzilla fans in here too. So Godzilla is big in Tokyo. That's the problem. Yeah, well, he's, but I'm not a fan of Godzilla two on the NES, which I was going to bring up. Oh my uh, dear God, we'll yeah. talk about that in a minute because yeah, no, I have plenty yeah, of Godzilla VHS yeah. right behind me here, so I've got probably ten of them. I, I picked all those up. I don't know if they're still cheap, but they were cheap when I got them. Thank God. Oh, fourth Godzilla word. versus Bambi. You got His that fourth one. word. What's that? Godzilla versus Bambi. That's one of the shortest movies ever. I remember that. It was the little, uh, it's a black and white cartoon that just shows a deer like Bambi eating grass or whatever. Boilers. Careful. And then you, just, <laughs> yeah, you have to hey, watch hey, the rest hey, of hey. it. Then you got to watch the rest to find out. Don't tell okay. everybody how it ends because it's very short. 
And then uh, let's see. I picked up a few things. Like I finally got some stuff I had purchased off Heritage Auctions. So I go on there. No, I've, I've mentioned this a million times, but I go on there and troll for like cheap stuff. And one of the things I got was this. Uh, uh, to speak of bad games, Bart versus the World, The Simpsons NES. Right? See this? Uh, if anybody can see it, it is a 5.0 A plus. <laughs> I was there which when is, he was bidding on it, and he's like, should I do it? And I'm like, yeah, just do it. It's The Simpsons. You love The Simpsons. Which is, is, is such an oxymoron to say it is a 5.0A+. Like, it's like... I love that. The plastic looks great, but the box is, like, destroyed. Exactly. Well, the bo- so the box has got, cr- like, a little bit of a crunch, but it is... When you guys talked about mold, it said it has mold in it. And I look at it, and it's like, when you seal mold in plastic with no air, it kills it. Okay? So... There's not really much of that anymore. It like probably when it was graded, it was bad. And I got it for obviously quite a good deal because it is a very low price. This is not a very common game that is, that is, I'm not a sealed collector, but it was such a low grade. I'm like, I have to order it and then, or like bid on it. And then I bid on it. And then after I bid on it, I realized that it said, oh, it has mold on the box, which it does down in the bottom corner, but that's really it. And you can barely even tell. And I'm like, it's sealed. Like, I'm like, it, I don't How care. tight is it? Uh, How tight is keep it? Keep it away from your other stuff. I, I will keep it away from the other stuff, but I'm telling you that that's probably airtight. It's glued and sealed and snapped shut and all that stuff. So I'm not, don't that's worry. That's how horror movies start. I know, it is. Well, I the, that shit, man. I, every time I see an inkling of that, it goes out the door. But I'm going to tell you, you can tell just by looking at that box that it has dried out and is dead. It, it is, does. It looks like, and honestly, it looks like there's some dust on it. Now. Yeah, it's, it it's dust now. It doesn't look like mold. Yep, it, it's so. Anyway. That's what they said about the mummy, and then... Shit happened. Yeah, Brendan, well. Brendan Fraser was fucking around. That's all I got to say. Oh, about that. we like him again now, right? No, I don't like Brendan Fraser. He's a I douche. love, I love him. I like them in Encino Man. I love oh, him in Encino, Encino Man. Man. Good. Oh my and, god. And Untamed Heart. Sure. We're off the rails. Okay, so like you know who's in Untamed Heart, right? Marissa Tomei. Exactly. Yes, Marissa Tomei. Jesus, I couldn't think of her name. Oh, she's she's pretty hot. Spider-Man's mom. Yeah, she's pretty hot in that movie. Okay, moving on. So I got that. I got. I think she's uh, hot in real life. I. It could be. I'm assuming probably. I'm hoping. I also got Haunted House, which is a CIB NES or I'm sorry, CIB Atari Twenty Six Hundred game, um, which has the scary weird eyes and the spider. So if anybody's ever played this, you play as a set of eyes, right? In Haunted House. And then I got... Uh, That's a 7.0. Yeah, a CIB 7.0. You can imagine what that went for. Way less than it cost to grade. <laughs> Not much. Not a big uh, draw for that one, so that was cool. And then I also grabbed uh, Jungle Hunt, which was a 6.0 A++. Jungle Hunt, one of my favorite Atari 2600 games. And this Love one... Me. Yep. It's one of the best, and it, it got crunched, so it looks like it got smushed a little in the corner, but I don't give a shit about that. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, who cares? Like, I have a loose copy, so this was like, I don't even remember, it was less than 70 bucks, I don't even remember, but it cost Oof, more than less that. Less than a black bass on Famicom? <sighs> I don't know, man, the dude on the cover of Jungle Hunt might be fucking with Robbie on the mustache. The, the guy on the cover That's of Jungle pretty. Hunt. It's pretty the, the, out there. The funny part about the cover of this is, like I said, it's crunched in the corner. It's a 6.0 A++. Perfect seal 
Who cares? And a 6.0 box. Again, who cares? The point here is the guy on the cover of Jungle Hunt has this deranged look in his eye as he looks at two alligators who are sh- like licking their lips, which I didn't even know alligators had lips. But, Jake, go hold that up to the camera so people can see that. Because, like, that guy looks terrifying. Like, he's almost, like, turned on by the fact that this is happening. Let's see if you guys can. There you go. It was the seventies, man. It was well, yeah. And then the then the alligators are like literally like like oh man, we're gonna eat that guy. Can't wait to eat that guy. Well, yeah, the gorilla is lurking, of course, as always. But but anyway, so yeah, I picked that up. And then let's see what else. Um, I did get a special edition video game. You know, I listened to. And why? I well, first of all, I listened to the Collector's Quest. So if anybody Great here show. doesn't listen to the Collector's Quest, I would be a shocked, and b you should. Okay. But I was listening to the Collector's Quest, and they did an entire episode about special editions. And one of the special editions they brought up is video chess for the Atari 2600. And I'm going to tell you right now. Why, why is it the special edition? Because right on the front of the box, it says, in silver foil, special edition. What's different about it? It has the sticker that says special edition, and there's a man on the front. Is there anything else that makes it special? It's video chess. But didn't they come out with video chess? While, while it is the same game, the sticker itself states special edition. So does it come with like a poster? It is a special edition. Does it come with chess pieces? Yes, virtually. <laughs> so, <laughs> so outside of that Two little... Two full sets. <laughs> so outside of that uh, little foil special edition, what's special about it? It was $5 complete in box. That's what was special <laughs> about it. And I bought it because A, they had talked about it, and B, I saw it, and I'm like, now I must have this. How can I not buy this for $5? Like, I, I don't know why this made me think of this, but I recently saw uh, Queen's Gambit, the board game. Oh, no. <laughs> you mean chess? Chess, right? That would be why you thought of it. Yeah, it just that, but they were titling it Queen's Gambit board game. This so, so cool. chess. Oh no, marketing genius. Derail. I just had that thought. That's that's uh, that's the world we live in nowadays. Yeah. Hey, Robbie, what did you think of Queen's Gambit? I didn't watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I was just trying yeah, to derail. I, 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 really yeah, I, I like it tell. a lot because I'm a I'm a chess player. I like chess. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. The right. last thing I purchased was an actual eBay auction. What'd you get on eBay? So I, I went on eBay and I might have been a little drunk at the bowling alley on a Wednesday night. I was at bowl I was at bowling, which by the way, last night I tore it up. I bowled a six forty six and I had a two ten, a two thirteen, and a two twenty three. Matteo, how's that? Is that uh, good? He is knows it? it's good. Matteo knows. Okay, well, I won't, I'm sorry. I don't mean to color, but I bowled the 646 and never was under 200 for the entire series. 646, let's go. Let's All go. Right. Second highest series of the year. Matteo approves. It's good. Good job. Okay, thank you. High five. So, but what I did was I had a few beers while I was bowling, which is, I know, hard to believe, but it's true. What? Odd, but true. Did you have cheese sticks? Mozzarella sticks? I had uh, spicy cheese balls. Moving on. So the auction was, yeah, the it was auction, the 90s. It was, look, you know, I needed the money. It was in college. So the auction was ending. It was, it was Nintendo Power number two, Castlevania two, Simon's Quest, Black Cover Edition. Black Cover. Yeah. What's that? controversial issue that is correct Mm -hmm. with the severed head on the cover and it was i'm I'm not kidding when i say 
This is the nicest copy I've ever seen. It has a little bit of like, you know, like if you stack things on top of stuff, like a little bit of rubbing because it is like now 33 years old or whatever it is. Yeah. But like it's it's a square glued, uh, what is the, why can't I think of the binding, yeah. right? Um, right. And and it had the it had the calendar, it had the poster, it had everything. It was beautiful. Oh. And I bought it on eBay and I didn't, I, I feel like I probably paid what was, it was fair market value for it at like regular, like not even like it's condition price. So I was very happy to get that because I looked at a copy two and a half years ago for 50 bucks and was like, oh, I should grab that. And I didn't. And I was like, I wouldn't want, I don't want to spend $50 on that. And and I was like, uh, I didn't buy it. And I, wish I regret it. Huh? I pro- well, to be fair, I'm glad I didn't because this one is way nicer. Oh, well. It is way nicer. So I was super hyped about that. It's really, really nice. And uh, yeah, so anyway, but yeah, so scary. It was a very scary, very scary cover, you know, scares some kids. That was a good cover. Like moms stuff for like mailing Nintendo Power, like outreach. Yeah. I mean, the first one's got Mario on there, and it's all claymation, like the goddamn California raisins. And the next one is like, oh, here's uh, Simon Belmont with the severed head of Dracula. Like, we took it took a dark turn quickly on the covers. Did he have like a weird like Viking helmet or some shit? Yeah, some shit. I don't know. Let me pull up the auction. I'll show you. But anyway, so did the next issue have like shoes on it? Yeah, then I think it's the next issue is the track and field. Oh yeah, it's for track and field too. And, and it, yeah, so the, the, yes, exactly. So they were like, let's just go shoes. Let's go Converse. The most Those basic shoes. Shoe. are why I worship, worship Satan now. Yeah, that, no, it's, it's why I A, wear shoes and B, worship Satan. <laughs> that cover ruined my life. She's a team walking. All right, guys, we got some flack from the moms. Yep. January, February, 1989. It was all yeah. shoes and the devil. Yep. We got some flack. See, that's about why Satan I play Ghouls Ghouls and Ghosts. I had to exercise the demons by defeating Loki, a.k.a. Lucifer. That is all not true. Okay, so we're four hours in. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's get to the actual subject. That's what I bought. That's what I bought. And uh, so we're going to get to our actual subject. Which is because I know this is hard to believe, but this could be a little bit of a, a free-form episode. So we're going to talk about. This has been a free-form. Telling us now. Did, did yeah. you hit record on the roadcaster? We did. I did. There's actually part of the note that says press record now because I forgot. Once. He still has that on the top. It's page. in there. Wonderful. Yep. So this episode is about bad dudes. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think that's one of the most fucking banger soundtracks of all time. I could argue that. It's no Monty Mole. It's great, but there's one more that's better. It's great. I'll put it in the top five, but it's not number one. Okay. Number we'll one get, is still L.O.T. We'll get there. L.O.T., baby. We'll get there. So, no, we're going to talk about bad games, right? So, bad games and kind of the bad games that we've, we love, loved, and learned to love, right? And then the bad games that we, we that hate. are just trash. We hate that are garbage. So... I, I, I really want to just kind of keep this as like an open forum, right? And I'm, I'm good with kind of just like, I've got my list of things that I kind of want to talk about. And then, you know, like Matteo and I played a game that I think many people would consider that is a bad game, but it's highly entertaining, right? When he was in town and we, awesome. we had good laughs about it. And I, I think, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about. So who wants to go first? Who wants to bring up round one? Ding, ding. 
Round but, one, fight. Oh, that was working. He, yeah, Jay's I, working on a Shao Kahn voice. It's pretty good. I'm tearing it up uh, right here. You could you could develop uh, pinball machines with that voice. You could. <laughs> you could be one of the most prolific pinball machine developers of all time. Well, uh, pit fighter. It's on <laughs> oh, my list. Oh, that's that. trash. That is on my list. Without swinging. That you you look you came out like Tyson with a haymaker in the first round, man. You did not sit back with any jabs. You're like, hey, pit fighter. That was the first nine okay. seconds. Let, let's say this. That is that, that checks so many boxes because it is a, it is okay, it is a horrible game, but it is highly entertaining. It is post 1983 Atari. So let's start there, okay. Be- because I can't think of anything after 1983 or on, in 1983 and possibly too that, that, that Atari made. We did another game like called Hard Driving as well, which is also on my list. Man, one begins the other. Tengen, right? Gauntlet is Tengen. That is uh, the arcades. Atari did that. That's, unless I'm just completely wrong, but we can stick with Pit Fighter here. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about Pit Fighter. Let's talk about our experiences with Pit Fighter. Jay, do you remember Pit Fighter? Yeah, it was trash. John, and, and John, what do you feel about Pit Fighter? Uh, I, I own a copy. Uh, I Moving on. I that copy. Yeah. I, you, that was my next pit. question. <laughs> I had a Pit Fighter arcade cabinet in my local movie theater growing up. And I was attracted to it because I liked any fighting game ever. And it was so corny. And they try to do the digitized character thing, like Mortal Kombat, but just like the combat itself, fighting just so bad. Like crowds cheering, uh, cheering you on in a bar fight. You got a guy with an executioner mask on. You win a fight. They they stick your character on a forklift and they raise you as like money piles up under you and you're flexing. It's got all the fucking macho ropes and it's so, so hilarious. But it's a terrible game, objectively. I, I'm going to give you my so, experience with this game. Good, John. You want to say something? Well, I, I would I would like to caveat things uh, to a certain extent. Is it worse that a game is horrible to play, or that they try to cash in? Because I feel like there's games that try to cash in more. Shaq Fu, not to step on anybody's later reference. Um, so, so my opinion oh, is this: this is just inherently a terrible game. I don't think they were trying to cash in on anything. Okay. Okay. off on that and it just fell flat, which is why it's so appealing to me. It's like a bad B movie. Like they right. really gave it the old college try, but it just sucks. And yeah. I respect the college try over just trying to make money. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. here's my experience with, with Pit Fighter. We had Pit Fighter at Tilt, right? Yes. So Tilt was an arcade here. We talked about at Genesee Valley Mall many, many years ago. And it was a, it was obviously a chain of, of, of them. But I remember playing like mortal Kombat, and then like i would walk away from that machine and and like somebody else would be playing or i'd show up and like somebody was on that machine i didn't want to play it or whatever like people were on it so i would rather i played pit fighter i remember playing at least one time in the arcade and i got to the point where i was i had decided i would much rather just save my 25 cents and do nothing <laughs> then play pit fighter <laughs> that was where i got because i had played it one time and was like because you like you said you look at the side of the cabinet it looks cool you're like oh this is gonna be awesome like do this this bit literally it is a pit and there you're surrounded by people and it's all digitized and I'm like this is gonna be badass and then you play it one time and you're like you sons of bitches 
<laughs> you, yeah, the artwork, the artwork's cool and it makes it look like it's a really cool game. But, it sold uh, me. I was like, I've got to try this, and I tried it one time and was like, never again, never again. And that was the characters were great because back then they were like wrestling characters. Sure, like they were legit. It wasn't. I think there's a guy named Buzz that you can use. Yes, is there a, is. Tough guy name. Buzz Aldrin, the second man on the moon. Number two is yeah, right after number one. <laughs> he was a big and strong ex-professional he was a, wrestler. He was a bar brawler. That's right. That's right. So the crazy thing is this game was out on like every system at the time. Oh, yeah. Because it came out on the arcade. Yeah, it was dude, on the Amiga. It and white Game Boy port. It got a port on everything. Yes, it's on yep, literally it everything. Game Boy, MS-DOS, Commodore 64, the you know Lynx, why? the Master System, the Genesis, Super Nintendo. Because Atari were a bunch of whores, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, please, anybody that will pay us anything, we'll put it on your thing. Anything. You give us $5, we'll put it on Game Boy. I believe that. Nolan Bushnell <laughs> said that. I heard him say it once. The arcade was North America. North American Europe was Ar- was Atari. Uh, Japan was Konami, who published it. And home was Tengen. <laughs> I'm sure that there's... So. Even though that all they do is sell Silent Hill-themed pachinko machines, I bet Konami is embarrassed that their name was ever associated with Pit Fighter. <laughs> 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 They're like, woo, I don't know. Like, like, erase that from Wikipedia. <laughs> That's got to go. Scrub pit fighter stat. Yeah, somebody, we got to get this off the internet right away. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yes, that's the man. You you did. You came out swinging. That's tough. Pit fighter is who? And pit then fighter. John's bringing up Shaq Fu. Like you guys are like, there's no, there's no like easing into this here. <laughs> so we got well, we got a copy of well, Shaq Fu here. Two hours of buildup. I've just been. <laughs> <bursting> <laughs> you couldn't wait yeah, to exactly. say pit fighter. Blue which, games of sorts. Which, by Sorry, the way, can you hear me? okay, I just. If, I lost you guys for a little bit. That's okay. Welcome back. If you're on, what is it? Pit Fighter is actually Robbie's name on Fightcade. Fightcade. It's an online. Yeah, my little moniker is yep. two of those executioner guys squaring yep. off against each other. Pit Dash Fighter, right? Yep. That's me on Fightcade. If you ever want to play Mortal Kombat 2 against me, you I'm ever, on there. You ever want to get your ass beat in Mortal Kombat 2? Get on there and look for Pit Dash Fighter, and you will get your ass waxed. Can, in fact, can I, when, we, when we host the, third, the Street Fighter Third Strike tournaments, Logan Arcade, they ask for everybody's like Fightcade name when they're like registering you for a little tournament. And then when I say Pit Fighter, I always get a few laughs every, every time. Everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh God!" Goal. Then they, all, they all love it. So when my name gets announced, like, "Yeah, Pit Fighter." This shit is trash. <laughs> can I can I suggest a worst fighting game? Oh, there are worse. Not on people's list. There are worse. Yes, go. World Heroes. Hey now. So <sighs> when I was, <laughs> you're 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 hitting close to the nerve here, though. So right. when I was in the '90s, uh, I purchased this game for like seventy bucks, and on the Sega Genesis. That's and man, the mistake right there. <laughs> well, I w- poor kid with a Sega Genesis, you know. Yeah, were you homeless uh, too? What's that? Were you homeless too? I moved out of my parents' house when I was seventeen. <laughs> let's, let's not get into that. We don't have the time. I wasn't saying it was a mistake that you bought Genesis. I was a mistake that you got that port because that's the <laughs> garbage port of that game. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's just it. Like, uh, like the the delay is so bad that it's almost inherently a bad game. And because it was the only game I had for like a summer, like. It was like you had to like preemptively assume what the other fighter was going to do 
and then try to like uh like uh like it, it was mind games it was crazy i actually uh, anyway, well you the, go ahead good ahead. i just want to i don't want to try to derail what drop like i wanted to segue into if you're going to talk about that world heroes you can talk about segue into the other like the slew of bad 2d fighters on the mm. genesis oh we'll get good. there but like okay. let me real quick as it relates to world heroes not a not a great game i would agree and i will tell you i have some recent experience with it because when i picked up that uh, neo geo big red the one slot that was the game that was in it <laughs> was world of heroes and it has the marquee piece and like the moves part and i'm like this is i i played it and i was like so excited i had their big red and i'm like now i have to play world heroes and it was it was an underwhelming experience if i can be honest the story isn't horribly bad for a fighting game like mortal kombat 3 but still hey um, <laughs> zinger Listen, <laughs> Sorry. the Earth realm was getting taken over by the outer world. And look, we can't have Sindel getting resurrected and then destroying the Earth realm. You can't. I think um, for SNK quality and standards, World it, Heroes is the bottom of the heap for what SNK cranked out. I would agree right, with that, yeah. that it was subpar. It was developed by somebody else, but, but uh, SNK was part of it. And they, uh, yeah, so that might explain it because it was not... Uh, well, it was not a list material. I agree with that. So, all right, I'm I'm just trying to start fights. Uh, sorry, Robbie, not to interrupt. Oh no, it's all right. ADK published that. That was or the, one of the developers for that. Okay, and they were assisted by SNK. Yeah. So it was almost like they were like, "Hey, can you guys help us?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're kind of bored. we're going to Scotty Pippen of uh, developers. <laughs> they're not the SNK. They're the ADK. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of our friend Mr. Pippen, I mean, have you <laughs> have you guys listen? Have you guys ever heard his uh, his musical work? Yes. Hold on, because I'm going to play a little bit here real quick. Hold on. A lot of lead up to this. Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. What you going to get? Respect. Welcome to the city. Slam City with no pity. Oh. Did you know... That that theme was written and, and uh, uh, performed by Scottie Pippen. I'm surprised. I'm not. <laughs> that was the least surprising <laughs> thing I learned for this episode. The one and only second fiddle to Michael Jordan. Listen, whatever. That <laughs> Michael Jordan never had his own video game where he wrote the song and it was trash. <laughs> no, but he had, a, he, had a game, he had a game that's also on my list called Michael Jordan's Chaos in the Windy City. Oh uh, yeah, yes. fire and ice. But let's let's get back to Slam City for a second because I exposed Jay to Slam City today. <laughs> God, and, and Whoa, I think that's illegal in Michigan, isn't it? No, they changed those laws a few years ago. It's fine. Yeah. So as long as it's behind closed doors, it's good. We so, have the door closed. So so here's the deal. I think we can kind of use this as a segue to talk about FMV games in general, if you'd like. But Slam City itself. Jay, you you watched some footage of it today. That was literally trash. Like it was just a really bad. Like it was just. Let me like clip after like transfer clip after transfer. It was just trash. Let me ask you this: Have you ever watched a video like that on YouTube 
of a game that you would think was worse than Slam City. No, no. Okay. That game, hands down, is... I have no desire to play that ever. So I have no desire to. I've, ever I'm gonna. It. I have it at home, and I'm gonna tell you. So Robbie we will not play. Robbie and I were actually talking about this game, right? And it was funny because that night, that was Tuesday night, and I only know because that's like Heritage Auction night. That night on Heritage Auctions, they were selling a sealed copy of Slam City that had been graded, and I was like, "Look, if this thing goes for less than 200 bucks, which it surely should, I'm buying it." And it didn't. It no. did not. And I was like, I cannot buy this. Okay, it hit like it hit like one ninety, and I'm like, I'm out. I I have a horrible copy sitting on my shelf, right? Like every I, copy is horrible. There isn't a one that's more horrible than the other. You're absolutely right about that. I'm sorry. I mean, and the discs come in those little like envelopes, don't they? The games yeah. are in envelopes, <laughs> but they're in a. You know, Jake, grab that copy of Corpse Killer while we're having this conversation. Yeah. Because that, in this. That, so, came into the exchange, which is like a local media chain in Chicago. And my friend Frank and I, another collector in Chicago I talked to, constantly were like daring each other to daring. buy it. Yes, that's the buy. perfect oh, word. You buy, you buy it. I'm not funding it. <laughs> you fucking Who's buy gonna it. buy it first? One of us is gonna one of us is gonna crack. And I was like, I'm not cracking on that one, man. No, but I, I did. I picked it up from a local I picked it picked it up from Media Reload at one point. Oh. Because it was like I have the <laughs> Did they give you five bucks to take it? Looking back, that would have been the better answer. But like, I, I have, and I laugh when I say this because it's so sad. One of the subsets I collect is uh, Sega CD 32X games. I love them. Mm, me too. <laughs> the saddest part about it is there are only five, and I have them all, and they're all terrible. Okay. And not only are they all terrible, but they don't even all come in the same style box. So, like, Fahrenheit comes on a regular Sega CD case and comes with both copies. So, you don't have to have a 32X to run. The uh, Fahrenheit standard Sega mm-hmm. CD. And then you have like Supreme Warrior, Slam City, Corpse Killer, and some other garbage, Night Trap, and then I don't even know what yeah. else, if anything else. Now, was Firefighter, was that the mail away that nobody's sure that actually had a mail away for the 32X version? Or am I, I think it was no. a Brazilian, Brazilian version of, or something like that like, that service, but I think North American or something like that. Yeah, the fair, is that Fahrenheit? Firefighters, I could check. But I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, care. I don't know about Sega CD 32X to. to Validate. I mean, it says it on the side of the Sega CD box. I'm sure of that. It's got like the 32X. Sorry, I'll check. Sorry. Derailed. That's what I do. Go so, for it. So here I've got in my hand digital pictures. I believe the same per, the, the same company that put out Slam City. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So in, and in this box is representative of what you would expect in Slam City. Other than Slam City has like 5,000 CDs in it. Okay. Because there's definitely more than one. It is but digital pictures. For each level. Is. Okay. Yes. One for each level. So... Yes, your game came in like a mylar-y, plasticky sleeve, right? So there's that. And I've got the manual, okay? So here's the manual for, like, let's, again, we're using Corpse Killer as an example here. So you got Corpse Killer, we, right, the manual. That's the only, uh, the only Sega City 32X game I own. Corpse, Corpse Killer. Killer. It, well, that's because it's the best one. And that's, it's, 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 it's still not. It might be true. It might be true, okay? I've got an insert here that says, uh, what is it? More cool stuff. Well, that's misleading. Okay, so first of all, more more implies that you received cool stuff. Okay, and there's like a little mail away. Like a corpse killer fanny pack or something. Now, okay. now that's actually a great question. Hold on, you can get digital pictures, t-shirts, sweatshirts, socks, and hats. So if any of this stuff yeah, ever shows up, I want more than a digital picture of crew neck sweatshirt. Please burn it if you ever find one. Okay, now. 
Now this is hey, this man, is actually night trap. They're all right. They did night trap. This is actually apt because I'm going to look at this. This is a little insert, right? Like your standard, like, hey, you know, like here's some other games you can buy. And on the cover of it, it says rough day. <laughs> it's like they knew <laughs> that you had tried to play the game and then read this after, like, certainly there's something good in the box because there was nothing good in the game. And as they go through this, they talk about Corpse Killer, and then they talk about Slam City, okay? Supreme Warrior, Night Trap. It's all right here, like literally. And what's this over here? Yeah, try another new title, it says. Supreme Warrior, Corpse Killer, you know, Slam City, Night Trap. And then there's all this crap, whatever. And at the end, it says, okay, here's where you can order them, right? Available for Sega CD now is Supreme Warrior. But in January of 1995, you'll be able to get the 32X CD-ROM. It'll also come out on Mac CD-ROM and PC CD-ROM. Now, if anything sold less than the 32X CD-ROM, it would have been a Mac CD-ROM in 1995. <laughs> like, you want to talk about niche, at least I knew somebody who had a 32. I had a 32X in 1995, 96, okay? Like, I had one. Like, nobody had a Mac in 1995 unless you were, like, a teacher or Steve Jobs, okay? So... That, that's, Wasn't he even out in 95? Maybe, maybe Tyler from uh, Collector's Quest. Oh, I don't think he yeah, was born in 1995, so it's hard to say. Um, and, and also, I love this. So Supreme Warrior and Corpse Killer, also available on the 3DO. So again, yeah. which Another one? Another love system. That, yeah, I mean, look, I have a little bit of love for the 3DO. But, uh, so then there's that, and along with that is this. The Digital Pictures Temporary Tattoo. Right. which you can awesome. purchase in block on your shirt or something you can purchase these in my, my copy of supreme warrior has oh no it's a sticker it comes with a sticker i thought yeah. it was a tattoo. Yeah, i think it yeah, is a tattoo a no i think they're tattoos look at the back of it because i'm going to tell you i thought it was a sticker until i looked in that insert just now and you could buy 10 temporary tattoos in it and when i look on the back of this what i thought was wow. a sticker it says temporary tattoo directions so unless Holy. Man, I, I think I got a tattoo in there. I think I'm you checking. do. I think I'm just going to go get a tattoo of that. I think what I'm going to do is just steal this logo because certainly nobody owns this intellectual property anymore. Digital pictures surely cratered in 1995 to 6, I'm sure of it. Okay. And when they did, this logo died. So let's steal it. Okay. We'll make our own temporary tattoos and crew neck sweatshirts. Okay. If you get a real tattoo of that, I'll send you a half my <laughs> What do you say? Can, send me half Can we done? Can you step back and say how you had to play a 32X CD game? I mean, how long do you have? Light you had to fire? Own Hold on. So here, and, and, and all listen. of it had to be plugged into a power supply. They I'm, actually had a Sega like uh, power strip so that you could plug all three uh, oh, things oh, in. Two two things. Two things. Oh, Number one, those Sega power strips are very cool and now very collectible. One. They're like a hundred bucks. A buddy of mine in Bowling Green has one. Yep, they're not that expensive, but you can get them, and I want one as well because I have a 32X that sits on top of my Sega CD connected to my Genesis, so it would be a perfect fit. Now, that leads me to the one and only quote that I have added to our notes today, and it is specifically about Slam City, and it it is very pertinent to what you just said. This is Next Generation Magazine, which if you don't remember, came around 1995, right around the launch of PlayStation, right? And uh, Next Generation Magazine, I enjoyed it. I read it all the time. The quote is, is as follows. Quote, this is, again, related to Slam City. Quote, the 32X video and sound are slightly better than the Sega CD, but 
the 32X version loses a star for taking up too much room on your entertainment center for no good reason. Unquote. That is... That is the people, people always hating on the 32X when it came out. I was a big fan. I was fully on board, but everyone else was trapping it. It made me sad. That Doom was the best version of Doom with no music yeah, or whatever like, it was. Yeah, Doom with it. That's why yeah. I wanted because Doom was going to be out on it. And I was like, fucking got it for Christmas and had a great winter break playing Doom the entire time. It was, it was awesome. I was playing Doom on a computer. <laughs> Much better uh, experience. Uh, I know. I was uh, look. I am part of the elite one percent when it comes to uh, you know retro PC gaming. I guess I don't know. I thought most people were doing this, and apparently I was the only one in '95 who had a computer who played Doom in the seventh <laughs> guest. <laughs> I so, didn't know this. Corpse Killer, you could buy either on Sega CD or 32X. Then you had Fahrenheit, which came with both Sega CD and 32X in the box. And then Slam Jam, uh, sorry, Slam City. <laughs> You're thinking of this 3DO game, Slam Jam 95, which I purchased yeah, yeah, from yeah. you. Oh, I have that one, yeah, yeah. I had, you had uh, two, but now I have one. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, like, it was just crazy because you didn't know. And then Doom came in a cardboard box or a plastic, no, that was the plastic uh, clamshell, the only plastic clamshell. No, Doom was oh, in no, a pla- for cardboard 32X? box. 32X yeah. card, uh, the, the clamshells. They're all cardboard. They're all cardboard except NBA Jam TE. Yep. WWF Raw game and an NFL quarterback. Those are the only three that had the clamshells. That's correct. Shitty, shitty cardboard slip sleeves. Be- because I know that because I continued to put off purchasing NG- NBA Jam TE for 32X. <laughs> Let's okay. not talk about too much about good games. Because I was like, oh, I don't want one that's been, the, the box has been chopped up and put in into a Genesis box. Come to find out that's how they all were. <laughs> oh, my bad. It's NFL uh, quarterback club that that's I correct. have that's in yep. the clamshell. Can we get back to one more thing on Slam City? Good games? Sure. No, no on Slam that. City, I didn't understand. So watching this video, at one point, you're standing in front of this <laughs> this, is the this Mungo thing. guy that's just like berating you the whole time. I'm going to put you down. You're going to call your mom. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you're going to call me your daddy's something, games. something. Or, the guy's always calling you dog meat and yelling in your face. They're always mad yeah. at you. It was uh, the 90s. Everybody was yelling in everybody's face. Sure. That's a game, like, there's such a big trope to break the third wall and be like, I'm going the wall or something like that. Just like yelling in your face. Well, then it gets even weirder because then at one point there's a Nike van. No, it's just and, a van. Look, this is just a regular he, and, white but van. Scotty Pippen stand at the back of, and he opens, and it's full of shoes. And I would trying ex- to give you a new pair of shoes, and there's some guy next to him that's super <laughs> rapey with a clipboard, going, "You got to sign this contract. You're a man. pro now. You're a pro now." And Scotty Pippen's like me. Pronoun. It was really weird. It, I expected when they opened up the back of the white creepy. van, it was going to be speakers, and it was it was not. It was it was a, it was full of Nikes. Which, by the way. <laughs> Those Nikes nowadays be worth way more than anything else in that video. Other than I, I'm more concerned with the guy with the clipboard. That guy was like, weird. You're a pro now. You got to sign this contract. It's he was, like, it was very what, aggressive. What are you doing? I felt like he was trying to sell us a timeshare. Yes. <laughs> like, you just have to sign here and you can leave. But I can I leave without signing it? No. But you just have to sign here. Just sign here and you can have the shoes and you're a pro. But what if I don't really want to do that? No, that's not that. I'm not going to tell you it's not an option, but you got to sign here. You know what that made me think about? And I'm going to get brash for a minute, but. Uh, I, what movie is it? Um, Dave Chappelle movie. Half-Baked? Half-Baked. When he goes up to the <laughs> drug rehab thing, and he's t- in front of everybody, and he says, I, I, I'm addicted to marijuana. And Bob Saget, God rest his soul, amazing oh. man, stands up rest in power. and says, 
did you suck dick for marijuana? And he goes, no. And he goes, I suck dick for I cocaine. Did. I and this guy pops out like Scotty. That's what yeah. Scotty Pippen made me think about. Who's this guy guy? pops out of nowhere and he's like, I seen him. And it's like, <laughs> where the fuck did he come from? Who is this and that's guy? How Scottie, you- the guy's like, you need to sign this contract. And Scotty Pippen's like, so you can be famous. You like can be me. just like me. Yeah. It's like, I seen him. All right. Sorry. I, just, so, I, I digress. Uh, I do have a defense for the FMV video stuff, but we can skip over it if you want. Well, that's no, no. What I was saying to Mike on the phone a few days ago. I was like, well, we could just do a whole episode on the FMV Sega CD library as a whole. Like 90% of the library is just that these kinds of dog shit FMV games where you just click on something and make the movie. But they were off. figuring it out, man. At the time, that's exactly what we wanted. But the funny part is those did, games were I based off. I did not off- want Ground Zero Texas or Mad Dog McCree. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. It was the future, man. We didn't know where it was. Ground going, Zero, Texas. Trust so, me. Those games specifically are extra bad because they're light gun FMV games. It's just right. like, man, like, dude, like the red things are there's lag and they're registering. Plus, like these so triggered, triggered cut scenes of like a cowboy flying through a window and shit. I'm like, oh, this is bad. It, for for the people who are old enough to remember this. There used to be board games that included VHS tapes. Yes. So like oh, yeah. WrestleMania. Right, the game, the board game includes a VHS. Like it was a thing you would do where you would like go play a board game and then you'd have to play a clip from the video, right? And that is that is the birth of FMV. That was where Night Trap came from. That was a VHS based game that they transferred and converted to a video game. So yeah, the experience is gonna be pretty poor. It's like it's like a really shitty ju- choose your own adventure where you're like like Scotty Pippen's slams the slam city, right? I've played it before. You go and you're like, I'm going to try and take a shot. And every time you try and take a shot, you just get your ass like packed. Like they like block you. Like, I'm not sure what exact button presses I should be doing at the exact time to score. Then, like we talked about earlier, Jay, myself, like one of the one of the um, (laughs) one of the many detractors that spoke of this game said, you know, many times I would just be trying to defend and a guy would slam dunk on me, even though moments before the full motion video started, he was 10 feet from the basket. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> there's not a lot of continuity there. Like, you know, there's some gaps in that. So uh, chronological I mean, errors of, of that heap of all of FFB games. Night Trap is very entertaining. I like that game a lot. I played it back in the day. Oh, the rape simulator. Died. I loved it. I still like it now. It's definitely like the cream of the crop of the FMV stomas. Sewer Shark. I'm going to put that one out there. Too. Yeah, that that one's cool because that feels like an actual game, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like a movie. You're like progressing with like button inputs. You know, that's like saying this <laughs> toilet has the <laughs> this toilet has the <laughs> least <laughs> amount of turds in it. And then, um, so you the have to eat that, that toilet. Uh, it has the least turds. The the animated ones like Road Avenger and Time Gal, those are cool too. But Time Gal's not too bad. I mean, it's a bad game, but at least it's like entertaining in that. The, like you said, the artistic quality of it is actually pretty good. I think I like that. I like I like button inputs. Uh, I only play uh, Time Gal on my laser like inter- interactor. Sign of quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like quick time events where you just go press up, like it's like Dragon's Lair. What about a uh, Prize Fighter? That one's funny. Oh yeah, I I'm gonna tell you that yeah, like like first person POV like full motion video boxing action action max VHS video games Pat Newcomb first time thank you for joining us Pat yes oh man but yeah I remember I was working at Funko Land when all this stuff was coming out so like all these horrible FMV thir- I was so hyped about Fahrenheit 
And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. Number one, it is a Sega CD. Let's start there. It's 1995 and you're going to play a game on a CD. 32X, which certainly means enhanced color graphics sound. And I put, that, double. I put that game in and I was like, what in the fuck is happening? I, I played it for less time than I played the Virtual Boy. That was also there. And I had a lot of spare time at this Funko Land. Like, there was not a lot going on at Funko Land on Center Road, okay, in Flint, Michigan. And I, I, I remember playing the Virtual Boy and be like, this is awful, but it's still better than that Fahrenheit game. Still true to this day. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few, like, you know, obviously there are good games in the Sega CD that are not FMB. But there's oh, like certainly. some kind of like hybrid E ones that were like like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Kind of, I like that game. I kind of yeah. like, kind of going to bat for it because it's like a shitty Sega CD version of Kung Fu for the NES or Jurassic Park. I don't. Oh, that's another FMB one, right? Yeah, um, I think it's. Uh, feel free to correct me, but I feel like that's one of the better versions of that game. I just like the regular Genesis one, just like a. Run of the cell platformer. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, anyway. moving on. Legacy D. Classic. So I want to. I want to spend a little time. I'm going to bring a game up because I've I've actually got two on this list that I three on this list I've played, but I'm going to bring one up that that Matteo and I played. Okay. Oh, I and this, this is, is. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> Robbie, you know oh, damn well exactly. It's like Mario and Luigi inside scoop. Yeah, it is. It is May tenth, by the way. It is Mario Day for the people who celebrate. So you know, yeah. uh, well, where did that come from? It's just fabricated yeah, it's retro a, holiday. Uh, one day somebody saw it on a gallon of milk, and the next thing you know, everybody has to post Mario pictures today. So, in in this in my hand sitting here, is the three D O copy of PO'd. Now it's not because the funny part is it's not in there. And you know, you know why? why? It's in my Panasonic FC one. Hell yeah. Because old Matty and I Sorry. are playing PO'd. And on the back is this terrifyingly odd looking chef with a number of weapons that I hope you garner later in the game because we never got this far. But PO'd is it's absolutely hilarious. PO'd is the product of uh, jumping the shark in the FPS genre. Yeah. Oh, in the '90s, gross out, right? Yeah, that is. Yes, it, we love Doom and an attitude gross out shit. Let's just put it all. On it one. looks exactly like Doom, except for instead of like demons and stuff, it's butts that fart at you. <laughs> Quite literally, that's what you're fighting. And Matthew and I, we we got to like the second level, which is like this. Uh, there's a bunch of lifts, and you have to go up and down these like elevator things and all that. And we came out of this door and we walked through it and there's this like, but this doing what looked like calisthenics. I don't even know how to describe it. It was like one, two, Clenches. three, four, kind of, it was really, it was, we, we laughed harder at that than we did anything else in that entire. And we played the game and it's like, you'd hit like, okay, well, if you want to switch weapons, you have to hold up and hit select or something. And it's like, I'm glad that the manual's in here because I had no fucking idea how any of this works. So we're trying to trek through it. I have a save game on there. I'm going to go back to it and, and try and beat it, but I don't see that happening because the map is like this wireframe map. You can't like, it's like this giant level. Like they spent a lot of time designing these levels and I would go to the map and be like, I can't tell where I am or where I'm going. No, there's no way to tell none. Uh, 
Free packing with cereal. Chex Quest is a better game. That's an excellent game. I heard that. That's yeah. like a cult classic now. Yes. I love that game. I almost got the limited uh, run. Yeah, say, limited run put out a it. copy of that. Uh, they reissued it because in a cereal box. Yes, How in, a, in a cereal box. Is that? So, Brilliant. Yes, PO yeah. was still developed by uh, any channel, which you guys are all familiar with all their work from all their other games they put out for. You know, I don't know the Engage and uh, CDI or uh, other whatever. No one's ever heard of them before the, or after the this. Dendy. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Well, there was one particular thing in here that that Matteo had pulled out of the uh, the manual, like as a hint, and it was like uh, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick here. I, I if I if I can, I wish I could. Oh yeah, here it is. It says. If you're stuck, which, by the way, happens quite a bit in this game. Yeah. Okay. It says, if you're stuck, try everything. Jump up and down. <laughs> shoot the walls. Do something. Thank you. That's in the clues and hints section, everybody. If you're that stuck, was a tester note that made its way into do, the manual. Yeah, somebody, didn't, somebody didn't vet that out and go, we need to edit that for the final copy. Pull that out. Do something. And I, I well, yeah, don't just sit there, Mike. Come I'm gonna on. tell you, I tried to do something, and it, it just felt like I was wasting my time. <laughs> anyway, were you PO'd? Would you say that you were mad at this? I think the game is aptly named because at the end I was like, ugh, I don't know about all this. Anyway, yeah. so PO'd, we had a lot of fun playing it, which I will say, from it, it, it received a number of B movie laughs, but That's I don't think people. I feel like if you're by yourself, you would like. This is bleak. It's not right. A, yeah, it's not something that you would sit down and be like, you know, I'm going to sit down and play some PO'd. I I got the house to myself for the weekend. Let me toss in PO'd for the next eight hours and see how it goes. It's not that kind of game. You have to be kind of drunk and have a friend over and be like, dude, you want to see this game where you shoot butts that fart? <laughs> like it's someone. And the answer there's is like yes a repressed to that. priest that wa- plays that game every weekend and just loves it. He's like, this is amazing. <laughs> Sorry, not to get weird about this. No, it's that's, uh, that's no weirder than what's going on. PO'd here, man. We're already getting weird. Yeah, you can't get any weirder than that. So, but yeah, PO'd also released as a long box game on PlayStation oh, yeah. One. Yeah, yeah. And, and if I ever oh, saw it, man, I'd probably buy I it. The PS One version back in the day. Yeah, I, I, I had the 3DO and have the 3DO version here. But again, I'm the only person I know in this area that had a 3DO <laughs> growing up. And that's only because they were so cheap. I think I told you this, Robbie. I went back and looked at like an old post. Uh, you can you can go look up like old news group posts, right? And I was selling things on this old, you know, rec.games.video.marketplace, which is an old Usenet thing, like in 1995 and 1996. And I sold my 3DO back in the day. And I had like four games with their boxes, including Super Street Fighter 2. And I had three of the Capcom six-button controllers for the 3DO. How the fuck? What, like, I, I have one now, and I'm shocked that I even found it. What, I didn't even really made three of these things. And I was like, how did I have three of these in 1995? It was because I was a sick fuck, and it was super cheap. I guarantee you I paid almost nothing for those because nobody wanted it. Nobody. So, anyway. Back, back to Robbie's anecdote about uh, walking around at people's houses. I used to do garage sales, and you would just say, hey, you got any old video games? And they're like, nope. And then you would say, any old NES games? Like, oh, yeah, we got a box of those. Somebody was off to college, and you would get them for 20 bucks, and it was a good old time. Sorry, old man talking about the good old days. 
Yeah, you would, you would, you would. That's that's pretty much how I picked up stuff like the 3DO because it was like it came out at seven hundred dollars. Then it was three hundred dollars, and then it was like a hundred dollars, yeah. and it was a hundred dollars new, which meant it was like seventy or sixty used. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I could trade in a bunch of garbage and pick up a 3DO. Why not trade one pile of trash for another? <laughs> I specifically remember there's a Panasonic store in my local mall in the Gurney, Illinois, Gurney Mills Mall, and they had a whole wall of like Panasonic 3DO set up trying to like push that product. Oh, and sure. Hype it. I'm sure Trip Hawkins yeah, was there too. You know, everything about all these games were on like ever a track mode. And like I tried to play one of them and I was like, oh man, this is terrible. See, After like yeah. 20 seconds. And that was like, I think literally the only time I ever played a 3DO in my life, aside from like testing one I found like in and, the wild to like, and, resell. But other than that, uh, I was like, hey, this is brutal. Road Rash, I think that's the game to play. Road Rash, yeah, is, yeah. I mean, how can you fuck that up? I mean, it's just right. Road Rash is actually quite good because on the 3DL, there's an additional disc with a soundtrack that includes people like Soundgarden. Danzig, yeah, they're uh, on it. So, like, I, I, I don't. That, I don't know. I think a separate soundtrack disc. Yeah, I have held off from buying the my copy of. I had Road Rash. It's one of the games I I talked about. I, I sold many years ago, but now I won't buy a copy of that until I find it that the the two disc version that includes the soundtrack because I want that because that's the best part. Like I mean, first of all, that is one of the like two or three good games on 3D. I will profess that Super Street Fighter Two for the 3DO is a perfect port and it was as good as you were going to get and it was actually a pretty amazing game. So anybody is there? Best port, but unfortunately, it had the. Atlanta, the 3D. It was, it was, a, it was their killer app. <laughs> it was, uh, killed the Monster 3D mansion? mansion. Is that a, that's an interesting game, right? I don't know. I've no, never played it, but we're not here mansion, to talk though. about good or interesting games. We're talking, we're talking about garbage. Oh so, yeah. Bad games. Speaking Sorry. of garbage. <laughs> yeah, we still got seven people watching. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to kill this off. Look at it. keep saying, rip it, wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so Talk to me a little bit, guys, about your experiences with Simpsons games. Let's say specifically uh, to the oh, NES. Oh, I can, I can on that. I totally, the way I bought my copy or my parents bought it for me is I literally saw the TV commercial advertising it. And I was like, fucking finally a home Simpsons game. I want this. Please, can you guys buy this for me? Beg them to buy it for me. It went and took me to buy it that day, which was rare because you only get games on like birthdays and holidays uh-huh. so they 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 caved they're like all right you really want it got it got it home totally confused what to do when you powered it like what you have and no I, idea what the fuck you're doing you're just wandering you, the floor. i was just happy to play it because i was like okay i'm bart i'm walking around cool you can spray paint shit yeah that's cool but like the objective is really confusing i don't know what to do i thought this was gonna be a run-of-the-mill platformer which it should have been but it's this really long convoluted game it's very cryptic, and there's you don't know what the fuck to do half the time unless you read a magazine or now I look on the internet, obviously. But now I will say uh, this. Okay, so sorry. So I was stuck with this game. You know, I, I owned it out of my little library, and I just you just had to play it because that's what you had. And like over time, I've revisited every now and then. And I'm still like, I'm still bad. Like I kind of want to be like, just, I want the nostalgia to be like, man, it's a, it's, a, it's cool, it's good, but it's still not good. It's well, like so and it's not. All these years. You're talking about Bart versus the Space Mutants, and I assume you played the arcade game before that, right? Right, and that, that was also bittersweet. It's like, why the fuck did they never port that? What a great right. game that is, and we can't talk about that because it's good. 
right? But, yeah. But yes, I I did the same. So I sat down and I oh, decided wow. I I'm gonna play Bart versus the Space Mutants, right? Like I'm like like I remember playing this 30 years ago. I was like you. I was a gigantic Simpsons nerd. I wanted to play it so bad. We rented it, and I was like, what in the fuck is going on? So it does kind of give you the you got to find all the purple stuff and spray paint it. And if you don't, the aliens, like the, the whole storyline is, is, is really, really weird. It, it was, it was, it was quite a stretch and I, I know it's hard to believe, but the, the acclaimed people went out of business not too long after this, but, but, <laughs> but, 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 but so like I sat down to play it and I'm just like, it's just hard to play. Like not only is yeah. it, not only is it really a awesome. poor concept, but you just moving around is hard. Getting to places that's, where you need to go are not intuitive. Problem. What's that? That's the main problem. It's the controls. Yes. Right. And, th- and then they made Bart versus the world, which was basically the exact same engine, which, by the way, was developed by the same studio that was owned by Gary Kitchen and David Crane. I don't know if you know Oof. that. But yes. So it was, what was the name of it? You remember? Absolute Entertainment. Yeah, I think it was Absolute Absolute Entertainment had a development division. Absolute Entertainment was owned by Gary Kitchen. That's right, Gary Kitchen of Gary Kitchen's Battle Tank. Gary Kitchen of Gary Kitchen's Battle Tank. The the one, the the very same. (laughs) And and the the David Crane of David Crane's Boyness Blob. Yes, and also Pitfall and Pitfall (laughs) Two. Okay, but but yes, those two guys. What about Super Pitfall? They didn't have anything. I, I mean, Gary Kitchen might have. I pray to God that David Crane didn't. But um, those guys were involved in the development of those Simpsons games, and both of them. And they were both ex- basically the exact same. <laughs> I use this term loosely. Engine, okay. <laughs> and then, and then, like it was just a different concept. Like Bart versus the world was you're running around, you know, different continents and blah blah blah, and f- trying to find Chinese Mister Burns and whatever it was, you know. So, but yes, it's. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. I was just about to say, I I recently as an adult beat Bart versus the world. It's like an easier version of Bart versus Space Mutants. I've still to this day, despite beating over three hundred NES games, have never beaten Bart versus Space Mutants. It's just such a fucking trudge. It's too yeah. much. It's too much. I agree. Long. So so long, like just controls. It's, it's just like the platforming is so fucking bad. It's not even, like, fun, and that's the problem fun. with it. It's the you 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 stop trying like ghouls and ghosts is difficult. It is inherently supposed to be very hard, but it's a, it's fun to play. And you're like, okay, there's a pattern and this and that. Bart versus the Space Mutants is just like I don't know. It's do you remember? Do you remember the secret with the movie theater? Uh, yeah, to wait in front of it, and, like an alien runs out at like one of the movie times or something like that. Yeah, like like seriously, like five minutes into just standing out in front, that was like the schoolyard secret about uh, Bart versus Space Mutants. You just wait outside the beginning of the first level, and then something runs outside, and it's like, well, that's a secret. Oh, that's just sad. <laughs> it was sad. So Valdor the Great says Muppet Adventure Chaos at the Carnival. Yeah, that's oh, uh, wait. Uh, what are the best box arts? In terms of Barbara's space beams, don't you have to uh, jump hitting B and A at the same time? Which no. just adds to the frustration. No, yeah. you do not. I just played it. You do not have to no. do that. No. But that's double, that's double Dragon. I just didn't know if that was the same mechanic. No. It's been so long. No. And then uh, MF. the Genesis version of that game, too. And I, I have both. Have. Yes, I was going to say, I have both, and they're both horrible. So MF, MF and TechBox says hello. What up, man? It's so uh, welcome, welcome to the uh, stream. But yeah, it's. So, man, 
I, I just, I don't remember being there. There are so few at that age in my life when I'm like 14, 15, 16 years old, I feel like it was like a constant disappointment of licensed properties. If it wasn't back to the future, right. Okay. Which I'm holding here in my hand. Then it was, then it was uh, Friday the 13th, right over there at Jay's shoulder with the, uh, the easy to beat guide that it's like four inches thick. Okay. And if it wasn't that, then it was the Simpsons or whatever it was. The games I wound up loving were the games like baseball stars where I'm like, I have no expectations and this is pretty great, but I would go into SNK. a game like I would, yeah, it was SNK and Rockstar. that's where I, that's where I learned. That's where I learned about SNK, but it's like, it was the games like Bart Simpson, where I started to learn the life lessons of look, you, you love the Simpsons, but just because of that, this is not something you're going to like, you know, like you might think that this is going to be good or you're going to enjoy it. And then you play it for like less than two minutes and you're like, I want this to be good. I'm going to try to make it good, but it's not good. I've been converted on a few games like that, where like I rented karate kid back in the day, played it a lot. I was like, this is whatever. And now I go back and play it. I'm like, this is kind of fun. I'm into it. Like it, I kind of grew to appreciate it, even though it's like objectively if, terrible. If your expectations in the second or third movie, oh god, wise, you know, and stuff like that. I'm like that's fine. But you, it's. I think it was all about at that age. You were being sold like a bill of goods, right? And it was like expectations of like I love X, so certainly I'll love this version of X. And it, you didn't. You, you were just like yeah. what, like 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 Jay, you said earlier, right? And Jay's still here, everybody. Yes, I'm still here. Yeah. So, so Jay said earlier, "What did you?" I don't remember the scene in Back to the Future where you throw bowling balls at bees. Yeah, show me when Marty was throwing bowling (laughs) balls at bees. When is when did that happen? Okay, it didn't. Like, who was like, you know what we need to do? Let's put a game together. Okay, and let's talk about Back to the Future for the NES real quick. Where, (laughs) where two and three? Let's. I just literally beat that for the first time in my life, and I'm very proud of you because I'm going to tell you that was that was one of the games I had in my youth. It is such a slog, and then the worst part about that game was the end. But the end, and that's the that's the that's the coup de gras because it's already this gigantic shit burger. It, it, it is literally like this horrible shit burger that you're like, I barely can deal with this at all. And then you get to the very end. And if you don't get it precisely right, guess what? Start <laughs> it's over. game over and you get to start it. You do it all again. One shot. They just send you as a full game over back to the fucking beginning. Even if you stockpiled like 10 lives. Look, I don't know mm-hmm. of any NES game or any game doing that. There's like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Giant middle finger. Back I in think the if you had one it, shot or one opportunity, <laughs> like Eminem, I think uh, I think there, Apple, I think there was a down and select that would let you continue, except for on the last boss. But 100, percent yeah, Back to the yeah. Future was worse. Would you capture it, or then have to play the whole fucking game all over again? <laughs> you, that, know you know what? You know, complain because otherwise, I was like, this isn't that bad. It's not as bad as people are about to be. It's just I, like, but but a weird up esque walking game, and then like a few mini games and I, then you're at the end then the end sucks and you're like fuck this but i grew <laughs> up with that movie and 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 that was is like literally one of my favorite movies of the all time of all time and at that age ah. where i was like i saw that movie in 1985 and this is just a few years later right like it was such a horrible letdown that i can't i can't get to that space where you're in where you're like this isn't really a bad game no it was sold as back to the future and i sat down and played it and was like <laughs> you know it's it's the eddie murphy thing where he's like we don't need to go to McDonald's. I got McDonald's at home. 
This don't look like McDonald's. <laughs> like, mom burger with the some mom onions. Burger with some onions the, out of it. the mushy bread. This don't look like it didn't look like no Back to the Future. I'm like, when when did when did these guys with the muscle shirts come attacking Marty and then bees kill him? Like when, the best part is that tappers section. I know I've said this to you off offline, but that's fun. Yeah, I, that's, but it's that's not. When to get to, but when did that happen in the movie? That's it, the problem. None of that yeah, happened in the it, movie, right? Yeah, yes, I'm sure yeah. it happened. You just don't remember it. It's in the director's I, I, I literally, yep. I will say, I watched that movie religiously. It's in the director's I watched cut. all three of them. I just finished. Why we, my wife and I, when we go to bed at night, we will turn back to the future on and we watch about a half hour of it before we fall asleep. And then the, animated the next night we'll go and we'll <laughs> we'll pick up and we it takes about three or four days and we'll watch the first one then we'll watch the second one then we we'll watch the third one all the time like you I literally you could have stopped at the chill. second one but that's okay what's that the Nothing. true sorry the the true travesty of licensed game on the NES is that some were amazing Capcom to a certain extent Sensoft and like Ultra slash yeah. sure. like like the yeah. Batman of the world be like Little Mermaids. Fucking like, phenomenal! I'm sorry. Like it's a great game. October, <laughs> back to Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, you brought that up. Let's talk. October. Let's talk about that. So, yeah. I know that you picked up the Hunt for Red October. Submarine shmup. It's cool. Yeah. I'll have That's to like, revisit. Will say about it. It's I, like okay. I will be honest with you. There are a lot. I, I I go to my NES rack and it has you know every licensed game other than stadium events and I look at it and that is never a game that I go let me pop that bad boy in and see what it's like not once <laughs> I guess should. I need to I guess I need to because I've I've certainly put some like others in there somewhere and, above average in the heap of license uh, well that first of all so that's not a high bar service. to clear <laughs> what's that John above silent service. Look, yeah. how dare you, first of all. Let's not. That's not fair. I need a CIB copy of Silent Service. If you guys got one, I'm like, I have one, but it's moldy if you want it. I'll put it right yeah, next to my He's down, he's down with the moldy game. So. Yeah, I'm down with the clown. There you go. I just, hey, before, before we move away from Back to the Future, yes. I have to throw one in. And if you could please grab that cart behind me. Oh, absolutely. Behind you and light it on fire. Yeah. Light it so on fire. even worse than Back to the Future. So Back to the Future is terrible on the NES. Back to the Future 2 and 3. Terrible on the NES, which is also here for one play. Back to the Future Three for the Genesis is literally a train wreck. Unless you played Tetris, okay. Unless you played Tetris at like level seventy, where you like literally are like, okay, that must go here now. That must go here now. And I know this new piece that's coming and where I'm going to put it. Unless you have that mindset of like you're like four moves ahead in a video game, and you even the things you don't know are coming, you're anticipating. Then, then Back to the Future Three is not for you. Game is terrible. So, it, and, and there's so many things that are terrible about it because it starts out you're on a horse, you're Doc Brown, like Back to the Future Three. Let's start and, with the splash screen. Oh the yeah, faces, the faces on the splash screen when you turn this game on, and like Doc Brown and Marty are standing there, and they look like it looks like they had a normal rendition of them, like an eight bit or 16 bit render of them. But then they took their eyes and made them very large and bugged them out of their head. Like, Oh my God. Like, yes, it's not good. So that's, that's, that's a bad start. But then you start out and you're immediately, you're trying to catch Clara whose horse has gotten away just like in the movie. So that's, that's fair. It sticks with it, but you are literally trying to get to her from everything from every angle is coming at you. There's, boxes on the ground there's tumbleweeds bouncing 
there's some kind some of some kind bug of bee or bird that comes straight at you or comes at you at an angle. One's Here. high, one's low. You have to Plane. duck one. You have to shoot one. Then there's the, guys that come behind you. So you have to shoot them. Here's and it progressively gets worse. And if you fall, whenever you get hit, you fall. Look over to your right. Okay, so it's like a bullet here hell. we go. Got it. It's you, it's not even a bullet hell in that. It basically like okay, let's say you have an enemy like you're playing a game like that that requires a very quick reaction time. Okay, and you're like okay, that enemy is coming up. I must do this. I must duck or shoot or jump or whatever it is. The problem is in this game you could get the same two of the same enemy and one you must duck and one you must shoot at, and you can't tell which is which until it's almost exactly too late to do. Okay, and there'll be there'll be moments where he has to jump, but immediately duck and shoot at the same time. It's like, but you can't tell which is which because I'm like, do I need to duck this bird or do I need to shoot this bird? I don't know. It's it's so impossible to do. It's imagine the that that level in Battletoads where you have to like do the jumps right, or you have to go through the right lanes, whatever that thing is at the end of that game. Turbo tunnel. The turbo tunnel. Yeah. Right. Imagine the turbo tunnel, but it's like, okay, the turbo tunnel that you have to go in is the middle, but you might have to jump over it actually instead of just going through it. Imagine that. That's what playing Back to the Future Part Three on Sega Genesis is like. And there's no there's there's no end to each level. So there's three basically three levels. And the first one is you're trying to catch Clara. But the problem is you don't You're never gonna get past ever, that, so it doesn't matter what the other two are. But if you do, <laughs> like it, it you don't even get to like where like there's an animation where it saves her. It just stops and it goes to the next level. Well, if you watch this playthrough, you'll see all that. Yeah. And then the next level is you do target practice, like when the guy's trying to get Marty to shoot the Colt pistol at the party. The little party for the clock tower. Yeah. And you just shoot at targets and then once you get to a certain point you're done with that level there's no end it just stops and then you go to the next level and it was uh what was the third level i can't even remember now who gives a shit it's the answer you know what i'm gonna tell you like the and i'm not i don't mean to be crass but i'm gonna tell you so i'm i'm looking at this was developed by probe software and published by arena entertainment and i'm gonna tell you you want to talk about a shill of of what the video game media is like okay like the the review media the reception of this game there are five reviews of this game in wikipedia from crash cvg sinclair user and your sinclair which okay whatever like on the sinclair and then micro hobby this game did not receive less than a 78 percent and received as high as a 93 percent there's no way there's no way. What was it? Was it the like the graphics at the time? So these are always the things I'm trying to like think of. Is like, was it something? It looks that was okay. Like, yeah, it doesn't it look because terrible. Looked okay. I mean, for a Genesis got game, decent scores too, right? Because it was so I don't know edgy. I mean, possibly, especially with the '90s media and reviews back then. But when I look at when I look at this game and I play it for more than I'm not even kidding when I say this. This would have been the ultimate quarter eater in an arcade because you could not play this game for more than 30 seconds. Mm -mm. But then you just like, how far did I possibly get? I was like, look, I was kind of in the zone for a minute. They're playing this game and I wasn't even a third of the way to capturing Clara. (laughs) I was like, I can't play this game for any longer. I will literally probably have like an aneurysm or heart attack because I'm have so much anxiety about whether I have to duck or shoot a bird or jump or whatever. It's so bad. It's just that you have no time to react. It's impossible. That's replay value. You're getting your money's worth. 
Well, I, I borrowed it from Kyle at Retro Replay to bring it into review. So, yeah, I got my money's worth. Zero dollars. I got my money's worth. So, anyone, sorry to interrupt. I mean, no, go that. for it. Um, so, I had a few titles here. I'll just kind of rifle off, like, for games that are kind of, like, construed as being bad. But yeah. I always felt like they were totally fine. So, I, I, I kind of wanted to few titles off and see what you guys thought i say let's go through them in kind of almost like a quick fashion and and talk about them because we are approaching two hours and 45 minutes i want to do that so let's absolutely do that and we'll all kind of give our opinions on them and we if you want to have a rebuttal there'll be time for that and then and then we can we can wrap up so we're gonna yeah we're gonna skip things like collecting and talk about how people paid twelve hundred dollars for deadly towers on the nes because it was graded like we can skip i got a famicom version of that yeah well it's probably worth about 12 cents don't get it graded. Okay. Don't play it. Just burn it. <laughs> I'll start with one. Uh, Contra Force on the NES. Yay or nay? I will be honest so and tell you, it's a very... As a Contra game? Good. So as a Contra game, it sucks. As a yeah. non-Contra game, it's worth playing. That's exactly what I was going to say. If it didn't have... It was such a hard act to follow on 1 and 2, like Contra and Super C, that it made it look like shit. But if those didn't exist, it would be a fine game. Stands yeah. slow down. The slowdown that plays you. Okay, That's I, all. I agree. Uh, it yep. is a slow game. Yes. Uh, Friday Thirteenth. Hot take. I think that game fucking rules. And Atlas developed it just because LJN published it. People think it's terrible. Well, Misunderstood. The, it's, my answer to it's that. It's one of those one uh, slow entry point, right? Like once you understand what you're supposed to do. But sorry, I'm. Yeah. yeah show but it's show so me how many pages are in that book, Jay. My answer to that is that game. Mike's got this book. It's How to Beat Friday the 13th on the NES the easy way. Put out by 8-Bit wow. Steve. It was a, I believe it was a Kickstarter I was a part of and I picked up. How many pages are in here? Let's, a lot. Let's see how many pages total. 80? <laughs> the easy way to beat this game involves an 80-page book. Yeah. Ten for each bit. The easy way to beat it is to watch a 15-minute YouTube video. That explains no, but that's, that's all. No, 109 pages. That's all well and good, except for, again, put yourself in 1989 with no internet, and your only Mm -hmm. outlet is literally Nintendo Power and, like, Game Player's Guide VHS tapes. There was, I played that game so much, and I would run into Jason and be like, why can't I beat this guy? And come to find out, part of the reason is because you have to hit him, like, 8,000 fucking times, and it's, it's, that game. Unless you have a specific weapon that kills him fast. Correct. I remember yeah, but 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 it was like you had two good counselors, and then you had the rest of them, <laughs> and, yep, just, yep. and so like the concept dogs. is good, and and from a depth perspective for an NES game, it's not yeah. that bad, but it was impossibly difficult and so esoteric, so yep. esoteric. I don't mind looking at it. It's, no, it's unique, man. How many kids wanted Nightmare on Elm Street and got Friday the Thirteenth instead? It had to be at least you know like twenty percent. Uh, Matteo's favorite Zelda game, Zelda Two. I love it. Uh, I love it's one it. of my favorite childhood like games. Uh, people give it a lot of shit. People talk about Zelda shouldn't. Uh, sorry, Link shouldn't jump. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, if it wasn't a Zelda game, people would uh, think it's far better than. Battle if you of like Olympus. Battle of Olympus, then of course you'll say, like yeah, it. Yeah, because like, Battle Olympus is my game growing up, and I bought it, and then I think I, I think I played that before Zelda too, and I was like, these games are identical, and they're both awesome. I'm probably biased because I had Battle of Olympus, and I loved it so much. Probably my favorite NES game. 
by the way. Be- but, better than Wizards yeah. of, uh, sorry, uh, 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 what's the Fabio game? Uh, Wizards, Wizards of Warriors, Warriors. Oh, yeah. 2, Warriors. Iron Sword. And I love, yeah. I love those. The, the funny part about Battle of Olympus is it was literally an homage, right? That's an homage to Zelda 2. Like, they love, they love that game movie, so much, right? they made that game. And like, like we want to make the Greek version of Zelda 2 is basically what happened. It was a, it was a couple. Right, it was a man and woman that were married that that developed that game, I believe. But, uh, Down to the Dark Lake, right? For Brutabund. I just bought Battle of Olympus basically literally off the mall of Land because the box art, and I, I flipped over and I was like, hey, the 2D and the guy's stabbing something, I'm in. And it just I, turned out to be like an amazing Zelda clone. I agree. That was my, my entry into Battle of Olympus was, this box looks cool. Greek mythology, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Who doesn't like that, right? And and I yeah, agree, that's a good game. But but uh, so my opinion on Zelda Two, I like it. It's a fine game. I don't. I mean, like I came from playing the first one and was like, this is nothing like the first one. So no. I was good. Oh, I just said, yeah, me too. Like I came from the first one, so, right? And I just and feel like I just it totally, was. I accepted the change. I, I I never thought it was weird. Like everybody else always cries about. I actually like that. Was I preferred Zelda Two because I was more into the fighting games i was more into a side-scrolling game i never even when i was a kid i never gravitated towards the original zelda like it was fun but it wasn't a game that i was all about zelda 2 i loved it i didn't like the little when you had to navigate around top five nes master and that was that was before the formula too, right? Like the formula was like uh sorry before the formula like a sequel wasn't going to be the same you didn't want the same thing you know, that's why we didn't get yeah. Super Mario Brothers 2 from the Famicom. Or yeah. Castlevania 2. Yeah. That one's not as cool as the first one, but it, it, it's cool. There's that more that's depth. Cool. That's a polarizing one, but I like it. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mylon's Secret Castle? Anybody? I prefer Fire and Ice. Yeah. Think, think of Solomon's Key. I yeah. know, it was a joke. It was really a joke. I was making a joke. What's that? I need to I need to revisit Mylon's uh, Secret Castle. I, I I haven't played that in decades. It's good, uh, but someone mentioned Solomon's Key. You know that was actually on my list. Like I don't like Solomon's Key. I love Fire and Ice, but I kind of tried to get into Solomon's Key, and I was like, this is so archaic and clunky. I couldn't do it. At the time, it was revolutionary, and then maybe over the uh, since then, other things have done better, right? I just got into it. So, yeah. Uh, here's one that has personally bothered me because I was a huge Sierra fan for Space Quest, Space Quest hmm. 3, King's Quest 5, and I love that on the PC. And then there was a King's Quest 5 port on the NES. And I was excited about it. I was like, wow, we got a fucking Sierra point and click game for NES. That's wild. Like, you play it, and it's so annoying because, you know, that's a game where you trial and error things until you figure it out. To just progress for the story point and click every time you die in a, the pc you just refresh the fucking save state really really fast to like five seconds ago and then be on your merry way the nes you die you have to enter a fucking mile long password every time just to like get back to where you were that is a game that so i would have like, never played on the nes you don't need to ever play it on the no, NES. No, I, I got a nice shiny silver box. It looks great, but like, don't fucking play it. I would, I would have never back then, especially. That is a game I would have, and I'm not a big point and click adventure guy. Like, I'm not a huge like, 
you know, um, whatever, well, like you know, Maniac you, Mansion or whatever got, it is. I got the game from my neighbor growing right. up because he's a big piece of but, work and I... That is absolutely a game I would have played on the computer and probably never touched on the NES because I'm like, that is, it's like, it's like when everybody's like, oh, first person shooters, I play, yeah, I played Quake on my Dreamcast and I'm like, dude, like I, I could never play Quake on anything but a PC. Like I've tried and I'm like, this is. The experience is so poor comparatively. So it was always like that where I'm like, I'm not going to play these kind of games on an NES because I'm a PC snob. <laughs> I, I, but that I, was, I think at that point they were totally capable of using a save battery and they just chose not to. I agree. Oh, they were well past the point where they could have incorporated that technology and chose not to. It's no different than Mario 3. <laughs> like, come on, man. Really? You're not going to... You're not going to let us save the game on Mario 3? We've got to yeah, play it all the way through. And... Wild decision. Are, yeah, well, they knew people would buy it no matter what. That's why. Right. I uh, played that yesterday. The menu nav is awful, too. Yeah, I bet it is, Pat. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Top, I'm gun. Top Gun. Everyone cries about it, how bad it is because no one knows how to land the plane. What, what about the sequel? <sighs> I never really played the sequel. It's, it's worth checking out. No, that's when I said Konami is one of the list of like licensed, you know, like did well uh, between like Turtles and uh, uh, Top Gun, uh, even Goonies too. Like I would say, I, as it relates to Top Gun, as a kid, I hated that game. But when I look at it now, and I actually had it on earlier today, just like running the marquee, right? Uh, as you see the Back to the Future 2 and 3 splash screen that just goes back and forth. I had it running back and forth, and I thought they really did a good job of letting you like shoot planes in the air and like controlling your plane. And like, it was, it was, it was very well presented. Now the landing part is, is fucked. And I think we all know that. Okay. Uh, But, but in general, it's not a terrible game. Like if you want to get in the air and shoot some stuff with your NES, I don't know how many better versions there are that exist of that style of game on the NES. I feel like that game was literally in everybody's library. Oh yes. That was yep. Konami's sprite work was phenomenal. Like track and field, like uh, yeah. like just looking at what they were doing at the time they were coming out. Double dribble, like uh, nobody was doing such great sprite work as Konami at that time, and that's where Top Gun kind of shined too. Is like it seemed like almost like a PC fighter, but without having to worry about yeah. You know, whatever drivers you were looking for. Well, Valdor here thinks Capcom's Yonoid kicks ass. So screw that Konami. That does kick uh, ass. That game's amazing. Uh, yeah, I was just talking to somebody about that on Instagram the other day. Where they didn't think it was holding up as well. And uh, I loved it. And actually, it's based on a Famicom game. They just change out the sprites. That game is called Doki Doki Panic. Yes, exactly. Everybody knows that. They changed it. Fuji TV changed it to the Noid because he ruins pizzas. You got that Domino's coupon, just like uh, Turtles 2, which is, you know, yeah. really the first Turtles uh, the pe- uh, arcade yeah. game. The Pizza Hut. Sorry, we're, we're off topic again. What was going on in the, in the 80s and 90s? Because you had, like, man, could you imagine if, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Noid got together? They would stomp his ass out and be like, look, you can't ruin our pizzas. That's, that's not... I never thought about that. That's it's there was a lot of pizza stuff going on. A lot of pizza related uh, marketing going on back then. There could have been some pizza related violence going on. I feel like there was oh. anyway, especially at like maybe like a Shakey's or something. <laughs> Can we talk about those book it personal size, man? I, I still dream about how good those used to be. <sighs> Memories. 
of what we Fuck used it. to be. Uh, Oh, let's it, do it, let's it, do two more. Let's oh. do two more because we're we're. Time we're, Lord, great no. game. I want that sealed copy that Robbie has. Still, I still have Time Lord sealed. No one wants to buy it. I I might buy it. I'll let's, buy uh, it. Let's talk about right. it. Oh. So instead of going down that list more, I'll just go to a game that is on here that's a little more. Uh, no, keep going, keep going. It's fine. We got time. We'll do uh, more than two. Double Dragon Three. <laughs> love it. You love it. Love it. It's a, I, always, I, always it. I always hated it until I figured it out. And then, now I love it. Play Double uh, Dragon Play Double Dragon 5 and then go back. Look, that is... No, 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 no. no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That is called Stockholm Syndrome, okay? You're trapped with a terrible thing and then you start to fall in love with it. That's what that Double is. Double Dragon 3 is far better than Double Dragon 1. I will, uh, point for point, go against anybody on that Yes, one. and having your eyeball dug out of your face is way better than having your ass chopped off. I don't know. Like, those are not like... I disagree. Okay, Let's maybe... Let's talk about that point for point. Maybe, maybe having well, your ass chopped off is worse. Wait, 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 wait. At least we can all agree that Double Dragon 5... Absolute garbage. Yes. Oh, it's trash. horrible. I have a complete box, and Did, I I want to give it to Jay. It. No, I'm gonna, keep it. I'm going to tell you. I did give my <laughs> copy to Jay, and I'm going to I'm going to say, I didn't know what it was. It's, I've had it for so long, I never played it. I put it in, and I was like, I think you and I were both expecting it to be like a beat 'em up, and it was a fight. You were. Game. I think you ran upstairs, and I you threw it in. And I think you ran upstairs real quick, and I started playing. And you came downstairs, and you're like, how is it? And I was like, no. No. <laughs> I just said no. because no, you picked, like, the, whatever it was, like, the arcade mode or whatever that mode yeah. was. It seemed like it was going to be a beat-em-up. And oh, then it was quest like... quest mode. Quest yeah, mode. quest mode. And then, and then the oh, next yeah. thing you know, you're fighting somebody, and you can't pull off any moves. And every time they hit you, it takes a bunch of damage, and you can't hurt them at all. It was... Yes. That was... It was... On par with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters for the NES Bad? Like... Woo. I think it might have oh. been worse. And, I, and Jimmy from yeah, that, uh, Jimmy Lee won. looks like he had some work done. Yeah, oh, I agree. Absolutely, <laughs> he definitely. Looked like a, but I will say, at least double, at least tournament fighters presented itself as a fighter. Whereas on Double Dragon, surely you're assuming that this. If I look at that, I'm going to go. This is a beat 'em up. Wrong. Well, and there was Wrong. no four, right? Are they talking about Genesis at that point? I, yeah, that's weird. What was four? Was it like Double Dragon Three, the arcade game? Yeah, that's a, I look. think it was the Genesis. Four. I think it was. Uh, I think that's what they're going off of to say this one was five. I could be wrong. Weird. Who's to say in this crazy, uncertain time? <laughs> and the cartoon was at the time, and that bad movie. I actually like the movie better than this game. It's. Uh... So right. here's what makes even less sense. Go ahead. Oh God, that Scotty Pippen game! And it came out with background. a four, like a decade later. Yeah, I just I just pulled it up. Double Dragon Four is a beat 'em up video game in the Double Dragon series. It came out on the PS4. What? Yeah. Uh, so they yeah, did. You know what? I have the. Uh, they did the Double gaps. Dragon Four, Double Dragon Four Switch game, but I was like, where the fuck was this originally? They did so, one, one, two, three, five, four. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. It's a prequel. So I have in my hand here the Double Dragon movie on VHS. Which I love the steroids when they turn the dude into that uh, round face guy. Bobo. To Bobo. Bobo. It, yeah. says, it says on the cover, it's not just a game anymore. No, I'm sure this is less fun than any game. Okay. A couple of dudes with pendants just hanging out. So I'm gonna read the I'm gonna read the information from the back very briefly. Okay. New Angeles 2004. By day, police patrol the streets. By night, the city erupts with crime and destruction. 
The evil force behind this terror wears one half of the mystical double dragon pendant, a symbol of his ever-increasing power. Now he is threatening to unleash his shadow warriors into in the daylight hours, but he hasn't reckoned on teenage twins Billy and Jimmy Lee, champions in Bimmy. the martial arts. Bimmy and Jimmy, that's right. Under the tutelage of their beautiful Asian mentor, keeper of the other half of the double dragon, the brothers gather a band of good-hearted rebels to fight the Underlord's forces. Only when the brothers unite the halves of the Double Dragon can they free their city and destroy the Underlord forever. Just like in physics. No, it's, it's, it's look, I mean, it has to be good. Just looking at it, you're like, this must be good. So, Just an FYI, in the, in the movie, the guy that played Kago. Yeah is also the T-1000 from Terminator 2. Oh. It's amazing. It's Robert Patton. I did not make that connection. Yeah. Uh, I think we all agree that the Ghostbusters, which got a million ports, including on oh. the NES, really bad. There is it was one... bad for an Atari game. It's it really there... bad. I played the hell out of it growing up because I was like, I guess this is the Ghostbusters game. Yeah. Isn't it your car? Meanwhile, I... I got the fucking awesome one overseas over there. Oh, yeah. Isn't there one good port of that game for like Genesis or something? Uh, the Master System's okay. That's what it is. Yeah. The Master the System Master version is good. good. Yeah, it's okay. Comparatively. Okay. Right. But yes, another one that just destroyed people's dreams. And I'm like, I love this movie. Yeah. I'm going to play the game. What the fuck about- is. Why am I driving around so much? Why do I have to get gas? What's happening? Got it's like Final Fantasy 15. What no about uh, Star Wars? Same thing. Uh, Japan got an awesome Star Wars. Well, a decent one. The one where Darth Vader stuff. turns into a scorpion, that one? Yeah, the, I mean, fuck it, I don't care. No, no, no that's like, awesome to me. I mean, it's com- compared to what we got, that's like A-plus Godfather level material. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cybernoid. The NES. Yeah, that's a good one. You think it's good? I think it's good too, yeah. but people think it's bad. People think it's bad. If you think it's good, we're not going to even talk about it. Yeah, moving on. on. Dragon's Lair, the NES port, not the arcade port. I don't know if I played it. It's not. Honest. Look, the NES port of like, let's. What Dragon's what? Lair itself was a fun eye-catching thing, which you just had to kind of master, right? Like you had to understand when to do like press up or press the button in in the arcade, and maybe like the Sega CD version and that kind of stuff. I do not understand for the life of me how that game ever got ported to an NES, which is literally like a two megahertz processor, right? Mm-hmm. With like 8K of RAM. And I'm just like, the, the, I, I like you watch like the, I can't, I'm, I'm without <laughs> words. It's about it. so poor. I've barely gotten through the bridge and into the next area where like the bees get you or the bees, the, the dogs that bark that shoot the bees at you or whatever it is. Okay. Like it's so like I get it's bad, dude. I mean, I, I tried to really give it a, a you want to try to see if you can beat it. Right. I tried to get through it. Cause I was like, I'm going to fucking beat this and show everyone. Not Watch bad. this like, wrong. Through. I think I made it halfway and I was like, boy, I got a long way to go. And I'm, they come tapping out. They, you, uh, you you made the right decision. At some point, you just the, the the sunken cost fallacy needs to just go away, and you go. You know what? <laughs> We're cutting ties forever. It's gonna sit on the so, shelf. I have it. It can go fuck itself. <laughs> of 
of the like PC style games on the NES, like is that close to the bottom? Or are we talking about like uh, Ninja? What's what? that? Like like Last Ninja or something? Last Ninja. I, I, I don't think, think you, I know that one. Well, I believe it's a PC game. Anyway, whatever. We don't need to get into Last Ninja. Just I would say the way. answer to your question think, is yes. Just because you're literally trying to like say, okay, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'll use the like. We'll use the movie. Like, what's a great movie? The Godfather. That's what I always mm-hmm. think of, right? Look at the Godfather. Let's make the Godfather into a coloring book, <laughs> right? That's that's basically what you're doing with like the, a Dragon's Lair on the NES, where it's like you only have 16 colors in your coloring crayons, right? And you only can draw so well. Like, it's not. Uh, it's not the best rendition of it that ever. It's very limited in its capacity and capability. So. It'd be about and that's where, quick- like, the uh, King's Quest V and, like, the Stanley whatever uh, game. The Dr. Livingston. Dr. Livingston. Yeah. yeah. And, like, like, if you didn't have a PC and you wanted to play those games, I can see where you might be able to add, you know, like, have some enjoyment. But uh, just play Maniac Mansion. Or Fester's Quest. Oh, Fester's Quest. I, that's a game that I think people... Definitely shit on that's not as bad as they say it should be. I will always go to bat for it. That game fucking rules, and it's just really hard. And if you can't hang, you're going to think it sucks. I can't hang on that one. That was one. I was super hyped to get it. It's fun if you just get cooking on it and get through the game more. I was super hyped to get it when I was a kid, and I just I couldn't I I couldn't hang with it. Like I just got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm I'm just over it. It's just right. too much. Uh, the, only, the only saving grace was like if you beat a boss and then you die, you yeah. can like, get through the game. It starts at the beginning, but when you go back to where the boss is, it's not there anymore. So yeah, that, that's true. That's the only cool part that's like lets you kind of get through. Anyway. Well, I want to talk about the best game, and that is Tailspin for the Turbo Graphics. <laughs> oh, my God. Moving on. Uh, so- can I can I add on to Robbie's list and maybe throw in some non NES ones because I kind of threw in some NES ones too, but I want to kind of broaden this out. Yeah, Please, yeah, let's let's wrap uh, it up. How do people feel about Pilot Wing sixty four? I don't because I don't play games yeah, on the Nintendo sixty four because it's a garbage I, system for I, garbage I people. That, I think that system as a whole should just be on the list of bad games. So Thank you, Robbie. Here's, here's my yes. Pilot I'm going to third that one. I would say it's kind of a meditative, like fun, chill game. Uh, it, it's what Superman 64 wanted to be, except for it did it so much better, so much earlier. Honestly, I think that's an underrated game. Okay. but I'd rather watch uh, the sitcom Wings. Okay. It's a good show. Uh, it has Lowell, the guy who plays Sad Man in uh, 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 Superman 3. I lied. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rather do either. I'd rather do neither. How about how about Kirby's Dream Course for the Super Nintendo? I have no. I'm. I'll tell you this. I'm not a Kirby guy. Never played Kirby games. I was at the age that Kirby came out. I felt like oh, I'm too old for Kirby, and I've pretty much felt that way my whole life. <laughs> so Kirby's Adventure, uh, whatever it's called on the NES, is the first real intro into anime style artwork in the U.S. To where they're like, all right, maybe Americans will like this. Before then, they were like ruining Mega Man box art to be like, ah, you're not going to like this chibi stuff. You're going to want to see this grown man in his 40s trying to win back his kids from How can you say you know, that? future Miami. 
They had the uh, best box arts. The mega, the American uh, Kirby, Mega Man. No. On the 3DO, check out Planet Robobot. Surprisingly good Kirby game. And then uh, Dream Course. It's a golf slash marble madness situation. Uh, 3D, whatever, isometric uh, style thing. Whoa, whoa, Honestly, whoa. not a bad game. It's on like the Switch online, I think. It's definitely on the, uh, the I, Super Nintendo Mini. I've got to go back for one second. Did you just say... Get Planet Robobot on 3DO because it's a really good Sorry. Kirby game. Sorry, uh, 3DS. My bad. Okay, 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 okay. Because yeah. I was like, "What the fuck? Is there something I didn't know about?" Like that would have been. John's, yeah. you, John's still hung up on. Uh, John's still hung up on PO. You had you had me like I was like, "They're th- oh. okay." Well, I'll check it out. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. All okay. right. Anyway, all right. Uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom on the That's all I want yeah. to say. If only, the, if only you could find the box for that game someday. That game's yeah. garbage. Yeah, yeah you saw some fucking asshole would mail me his empty tension box for that game that he has no use for. <laughs> All right, one more game that I think that All right. uh, I saw as a bad game, and I played it a bit over the last week, and I actually have come around on it, To the Earth. I confused that with Star Voyager, which, horrible game. I think we all agree on that. Yeah, Tour of the Earth is cool. It's just a Zapper game. Yeah, it's just a Zapper game. I didn't know yeah, that. I for, seriously thought it was... Wait, Acclaim's Star Voyager? Acclaim's yeah, Star Voyager. Voyager. Yeah, not a, not much Acclaim. I like your shirt, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Tour of the Earth is cool. It's just the first party Nintendo, Zapper. Fine by me. Yeah. Star Voyager. Is that first party? All right. Yeah, Tour of the, the Earth is first party. All right. And then uh, now that we're so far into the episode, I would like to say that there are cer- certain games, and I think Mike brought this point up in our discussion outside of the, the recording. Uh, there are certain games that we don't want to shit on just because it, it, we're not the audience for them. So like Color of Dinosaur is a bad game, even if you are a child wanting to color stuff. But like the Fisher-Price games and like... Uh, yeah, you're not the, the target game, market, like, right? Taboo. Like we like, there are certainly games that people like to crap on. It's like that game's terrible. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't expect that a forty-year-old man's big on Sesame Street ABC one two three. Like, yes, it is. It's not good. It was never meant for you. It's like, yeah, this baby food is terrible. What I want to know what demographic taboo is actually meant for? Because I don't think anybody. Uh, Man, Kansas City has like all kinds of palm readers, and I love that. That's probably the only game they have on NES. They sold it at the Lilith Fair, I think, a lot. Oh, (laughs) really? Lilith Fair? No. Is that a joke or is that that you? But you see how that could be true. I thought that was funny. Oh yeah. Like, but you were like, "Holy crap, really?" And I'm like, "Well, maybe, but no. That was supposed to be a joke and be funny, (laughs) but it's like it's it was pretty close to the truth." It's it's like on Atlanta when uh, Donald Glover brings up that uh, caught red-handed might be racist, and now you're like uh, it might be true. You mean Childish Gambino? Uh, yeah, from the, go, go the, the Wu Tang Generator. You can, you can go to mm-hmm. Donald Glover. I'm a fan. I'm a, uh, I'm, no. a, right. I'm a fan of the Atlanta. That's actually coming back. And on so, and on that yeah. note, I think it is time. Valdor says Hattress. Listen, don't don't denigrate Hattress. Okay. That game was amazing. I've never heard of Hattress. Is that like Tetris, but it's with different hats? You know? Yes. That's exactly what it is. It's like that rap group from uh, Fear of a Black Planet, NWH. Oh. 
Anyway, oh. moving on. They yeah, had that I song, just, Booty that, Juice. I, you remember Booty Juice? Anyway. <laughs> okay. Hey, remember, remember that really bad Aerosmith game that I recently Revolution X. X. I didn't I didn't write it the down, but I thought about it. Oh, God, that game was trash. The best part about that game is that Sony Blade's in it. That's the best part. She's all over it, man. She's a dancing girl in the cage. She's like... Uh, a hostage at the last level. She's she's Helga. She's the main boss. I'm not sure why they they featured her so proficiently. What was I got one more? What else were they gonna get? PJ Souls? Come on. I got one more game I want to ask about. I don't know. Steven Tyler. Okay. Because right. and, and I'm, right. I'm asking. This, of, is I'm, this, this is it. This is it. This is it. We gotta I'm, be. I'm we gotta. It's, I've gotta be done. All right. I do too. I gotta. Work. I gotta edit this thing, and it's over three hours, guys. <laughs> Boom. So uh, this one I don't remember the name of. That's one reason I want to ask. But this game was trash. It was a Sega game. It was a 3D game that they had in the arcade. I want. And you were like a cowboy going like it was like a time hopper game. Do you remember it? Uh, like you, the game was legit. The oh. game was legitimately 3D. Like it was actually like a 3D oh, I was talking game. About these things yesterday with, with a guy at the arcade. So Sega made these like the hologram big, like, game. Yes. Yeah, hologram claim jumpers bubbles. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aladdin's Castle had one itself. Then any of those got ported to the Genesis. I think they just lived in the arcades and died in the arcades. Sega, but like Sega made it. Sega made it. Time Traveler. But it was Sega, right? Sega yes. Made, yeah. Those, yeah, and those it, games were that, garbage. I remember when you would walk into Tilt from coming in from the mall, not from outside. Yeah. That was the first thing you saw. Yes. It was right there. And, and I was, it was like, a what white, is this? The, yep. the cabinet was white. It was yep. a really bright gloss white cabinet. And you cabinet. could stand around it. Yes. Right? People could stand around it. And mm-hmm. yes, Time Traveler is what you're thinking of. That game was trash. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was never on the Genesis. No, but Sega, it. Sega, made, Sega, trash. Made, Sega made it. I don't think it ever made it to no. an actual console. All right, that was that was the last one. That was just I just so, thought about that one. I want to say, I want to say, thank you both for sticking around and being on. And I and I always enjoy uh, the opportunity to speak with both of you. And we'll never uh, do this again. We need to thank the ten people that listen to us. We will never do it for, again. Oh, six that listen to us ramble for three hours. And the second you looked up there, it went from ten to six. What did you do? I, I don't know. I think they all know we're wrapping up. I, I'm sure that's probably what it was. They're Let's like, just thank say that. God. Let's go. So yeah, thank you for everybody sticking around in the chat. We really appreciate it. Obviously, um, you know, we we really appreciate anybody that that, that it would stick out this long and listen to anything that we had right? to say. So I think it's time to start wrapping up. And one of the things I want to do is I want to do a giveaway. Okay. And what I'd like to give away is this right here. It is, again, a greatest, co- greatest hits copy of Castlevania Symphony of the Night for PS1. Complete, beautiful disc, manual, everything. And in order to win this within the next two weeks, so today is March 10th, Mario Day. It is now actually the 11th here in the Eastern Time Zone, but... Um, yes, it is March 10th. So we'll say by 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, March 24th, you must have you you must have watched. <laughs> I want visual proof of you watching the Bill Ambeer Combat Basketball commercial on YouTube. <laughs> I want a video of you watching the video. No. How about commenting? Yeah. Uh, no, you, you don't have to do either. But in that video, in that 30-second video, which is not my video, by the way, so this is I'm not making anything off this. There's nothing to be gained here for me. 
there's a phone number you must dial. DM the show, you know, at Lost Joystick on on Instagram. Yep. Um, or you can send it to me or or Jay in in on Instagram. Jay is notorious underscore J Y. I am at platform agnostic. Send it to any of those three. And if you send us that phone number, you're in. If you send us that phone number with the extension, you get two entries. Ooh. You have to tell us the phone number and the extension, and you will get two entries into the uh, contest. And and you must have this to us by um, the 24th of March, 2022, by 6 p.m. Eastern time. And then we will we'll draw a winner prior to that we'll use show. The, we're going to use the pin. The, we, the we will wheel, do the wheel, the wheel of, of, death. of winning. Yeah, the wheel of death. The wheel of fish. I like the wheel of winning. I like the wheel of fish personally. I'm always looking for the red snapper on the wheel of fish. It's very we? tasty. Hold so I, I, we could do the wheel of the wheel of give me all you got. I don't give me all you got. It doesn't really. I don't think that that kind of fell apart there. Well, we could do. Don't do it. Don't you do it. You know I want to. We'll do it in a minute. Oh, Hold I on. I got to do it. I know. Well, okay. but there'll be good reason. So anyway, with all that, now that it is 4 a.m. <laughs> oh god um no anyway uh jay let's wrap up and let's talk why don't we do this oh, yeah. you tell me where the people who are listening to this show can find us <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's the link tree thing it gets me yeah, i know i knew it i'm be. funny I'm old I make those jokes so no in all seriousness wow i'm even sitting up now look at you i'm laying back at the mic he's a professional Yep. Just a mess. Anyway. So, no, in all honesty, um, we do have a link tree. So, you guys can go to linktree forward slash lost joystick. Oh my God. We have a link tree? We do. Oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> Mom! Retro Gem Miner approves. Very we do have a link tree. <laughs> Very excited about that um, link tree. If you want to go just to our, just directly to our social media, you can do Lost Joystick at Instagram and Twitter. Instagram's a better option. Uh, we also have a Facebook page and a Twitch account, which is Lost Joystick Network. Yep. And our email address, info at Lost Joystick Network. That is correct. <laughs> now let's try to wake up and perk up now. Come on, Robbie. We're, we're on the home stretch, buddy. Late. Late. <laughs> it's even an hour later here so so late and we didn't even get to war gods or elf on the second he, here, system. so here's what i Both think on my list here's what i think we'll do okay i i think this will be a semi-regular thing where maybe like once every quarter or something like that we get together and have this kind of a conversation about this kind of stuff because there's plenty more to talk about and we barely scratched the surface on it even though we spent uh, an inordinately long amount of time, large amount of time on this. I mean, nobody said Wu-Tang leading up to the top. I know. So maybe save them for the, the good show. <laughs> and then by that, I mean the collector's quest. <laughs> anyway. Those guys don't play games. Eh, yeah. Tyler does. I think Johnny does. No, Johnny, Johnny does. The whole point about it, I actually I, I DM Tyler. I was like, you guys, are, you guys need to play your games. More or less. Yeah. How'd that go? Didn't go very well. Yeah, I didn't think it would have. <laughs> All right. We, we we have not decided what the next. That's what it was. Their, their, their podcast was making fun of the guys who, who buy games for their backlog and, and this and that, saying, saying they're full of shit. They don't play them. Now that, 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 that triggered me. So I said something to Tyler. I was like, man, you guys are just lame and don't play your shit. Sorry. 
Shots fired. Robbie's like Don't the people. Robbie's the guy who gets on like Twitter and like ats Dan and fruit on the bottom of my ass, motherfucker. <laughs> I bought I bought this yogurt and it was bullshit. I want <laughs> I demand satisfaction. There was a blueberry <laughs> mid yogurt. <laughs> Right, man. I'm going full Karen on those guys. That's right. <laughs> Fuck you, Dannon. Yeah. Fruit on the bottom, hope on top. Nice. <laughs> anyway, so we, we want we want uh, Robbie uh, Karen fan art, please. Of well, the six people. To be fair, the guy that played his stunt double kind of had some Karen hair <laughs> that was grown out a little bit. What's the male equivalent of Karen? The, the in terms of names, isn't it? Um, uh, what they call Keith. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, the Keith. His name's Keith now. Okay, it's Keith. Yeah, he probably Keith. probably is. <laughs> He's no Keith Cool. Um, so we have not decided what we will be discussing in the next show, or if we're gonna have a special guest. So I would say stay tuned to the social media, and we'll let you know. We're gonna. Um, we've got a couple of people that I've been talking to that I kind of want to figure out if you know if, if it's gonna be good from a timing perspective for them, and I don't. I'm not ready to announce who that will be or what it will be. Um, but just be rest assured that in two weeks we'll be back here and we'll be giving away symphony of the night and we may or may not be joined by somebody and we may or may not be talking about video games. We will be. We'll Kanye talk about West, games. Turbo graphic 16. Oh yeah. Okay. If we, if we don't have a, if we don't have a guest on, we will commit to, it will not be a Nintendo game. Wrong. No, I will not it commit will not to that. Be. I will not. I'm committing to it. Well, that's fine. Well, Let me know when you get the go. key to the front door and you can get in here. <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, once again, uh, John and Robbie, I appreciate you joining us and sticking with us for the evening. And Jay, as always, I appreciate you. Uh, you know, you really want to say that? I, you I, sure about that? I, I do. I appreciate you being here, buddy. Well, you're a good. So, so I think it's time to end the show. In just a shade under a decade. So, everybody listening out there in Radio Land, go out there, have fun, be safe, and be excellent to each other. <laughs>